<laughs> that was my first question for you. I was like, while we're talking about assholes, how was yours? <laughs> You keeping it tight out there in Sweden, bro? Absolutely, absolutely. Yo, I I miss y'all. Hopefully I'll be home soon. You know, I'm still just a cameraman. (laughs) (laughs) Um all right, man. Yo, thank you. And then when 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 do we think it's October nineteenth we'll have more news? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, you'll get an update from me October nineteenth for sure. Hopefully I'll be home. Hopefully. And the shower is a single shower and the door locks, so you never have to worry about dropping the soap either. I mean, you'd think by now they would do liquid soap. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> right? Like, like, damn. Like, give me some dial. Fuck up! Fuck am I doing with Irish Spring Sports? You know what I mean? That shit too risky. Oh, I said the new joke right there. <laughs> oh, blood! I cannot wait. I hope you're here for the live show for you for your live show because you gonna sit right on stage with me and we gonna tell this whole story. I'm telling you that. Oh no! Absolutely not. Absolutely. Oh. Back. Oh. Trust me, bro. The people need to hear. The people need to hear, my friend. Oh, man. That's crazy. Dog, it's... Nah, actually, now, now I'm hoping I'm not back because I'm not coming on stage, bro. Oh. That last show when you brought me on stage, I didn't know what to do with my hands. I didn't know where to look. That was the... So fucking nervous being up there. Yo, you know what you could have done? You could have pulled down your capri pants that you were wearing the entire time we were in Europe. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that was my Euro style. Yo, you really went full Euro, bro. So that's why I thought you were going to be able to run away. I was like, he already got his pants hiked up. (laughs) (laughs) He ready, bro. So the second I told you to run, son, the second I told you to run, I was thinking, oh, he's going to get lost. And he's going to come <laughs> right back here. <laughs> you going to come right back to the bar like, guys, I'm sorry, but I lost my friends. I don't know. <laughs> Yo, 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 let me tell you something. What's up, everybody? This is Flagrant 2, No Easy Buckets, Analysis by Assholes, Water Cooler Commentary for Your Sports Needs. And that was just Alex, Free Alex, man. Free Alex. Free Alex. Yo, we got Alex recorded from prison in Sweden. All right, Takashi, you're not the only one getting exclusives (laughs) from your friends in jail. We we also got exclusive Takashi. We could go stupid as well. Yo. My man was just having a casual convo in son, jail. Son, that's how great I am. Son. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you thought I was going to call him and butter him up? I just started roasting him the second I got on the phone. No, it wasn't even a, I'm not even saying that. First of all, you got him arrested. Second of all... Hey, get him arrested. I told you. That was Mandy from Horrible Decisions. We looked at it. We did all the research. That was Mandy. Mandy was apparently snitching. Once she found oh, out that Alex was locked up, she took the first flight to Sweden. She was like, he did it. 
<laughs> he did it. I promise you, he did it. Uh, but I'm just love you, Mandy. They just let him have a like. That was just two guys talking. There no, was no, no, like, no, hey, no, no. Get off the phone. He didn't call me. We, we got, we got, we got. You know, clever with it. Oh yeah, yeah, I mean? with yeah it. we okay. kept it. We kept How's it he real. Doing? How flavor. is it over there? Son, he said he's you know he's doing all right. Like one single of his, showers. Single showers. He got the single room the to door? himself with My the door. Fam. Room didn't have a door. I know. Shower. I know. That, you know who wishes uh, that someone had that? Uh, did you listen to ASAP Rocky tell the story about fighting a dude in the shower at Rikers? No. So ASAP Rocky and ASAP Ferg are doing a podcast, right? And Rocky's telling this story, and he's like, he's like, so yeah, we start you know fighting in the shower. Luckily, I got him done, but we slipping on fucking soap, slipping on semen. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and, yo, son, Ferg is mad into the story. And then he goes slipping on semen, and then Ferg's face just goes, "What the fuck is this guy?" To? Like he's noticeably affected. Like he's trying to calculate who's semen. That's probably dude's jerking off to Rocky. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> cute ass motherfucker. You know what I mean? Pretty Flacco. Pretty. <laughs> anyway, um, so his spirits are high. Uh, you guys got the new announcement, which was October 19th. That's what yeah. they're looking at. And yeah. basically what they're going to try to do. I don't know if I told you this. Did I tell nope. you this yet? I have very little. We're supposed to save it all for this. That's right. That's right. So basically we got, um, they, the, you know, the prosecutor has enough to, I guess, go to trial. So they're going to go to trial and right. October 19th may the, the prayer that we all have to pray and, and assholes out there, you know, the army, please keep it tight, but also keep your your prayer hands tight when you pray that he gets out the 19th. Hopefully, what could possibly happen is they sentence him to a month. Mm-hmm. Which he's already served. Yes. By then, he'll be already served, and then he can get time served and then come back. Right. I mean, it would be so cool to have him on the li- at the live show. It'd be incredible. You know what I mean? Obviously, you're going to be there, yep. I'm presuming. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, this is going to be October 30th. Thank you guys for selling that shit out. I don't even know if we mentioned it on this podcast. No, nope. I mean, last week I wasn't here, so. It literally in a few hours sold it out. The assholes came through Man. and just supported, so. Greatest fans on earth. Yes, facts with that. But he's, his, you know, he seems good. Um, spirits are high. We were just, you know, busting balls, joking around. You know, he, he's excited to get back to work. You know, I, I haven't told him yet that he's fired. <laughs> <laughs> the Edin replaced him. You know what I'm saying? Edin grimy, dog. Edin out here doing shit Alex could never figure out. Exactly, the bro. The graphic looks more like it, like it looks precise. Somehow it looks better. It got a little glow to it. Yeah, so. You ain't shit, Edin. <laughs> you ain't shit. Your man's locked up, fam. He got you this job. You come and taking it from so him. I asked Alex. Just like a Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Build that wall. <laughs> I asked, I asked Alex, I asked Alex the password to the other computer so we could get the three angles back. Because right. now we're gonna have the three angles back on the YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> You're salty. First of all, first of all, how how horrible am I? Like my boy is in jail. You know what I mean? We have a nice fun conversation, and then the, then I'm just like, yo. So by the way, yo, because I gotta work and I gotta do shit. You know what I mean? What's the password so I can replace oh, you? Fuck. My man gave me the wrong password. On purpose. Son, that's why I was trying to, when you got in here, I'm trying to do a thing. I'm amazed you cracked the code. Son, of course I cracked the code. That was super impressive, real talk. We don't know what the password is because Alex obviously fears for his job safety along with his butt cheek safety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gave us the wrong password and Andrew just figured it out. It's crazy. Motherfucking hacker, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm a motherfucking hacker. It's the whitest you've ever been. Son, I felt real white. <laughs> I, I, I did it. 
<laughs> I finally did it, Akash. I worked my hardest, <laughs> and then I did it. <laughs> anyway, so I hacked that bitch in, and now we out here recording on everything, and Edin's doing what Edin does, bro. Yeah. God bless Alex. Anyway, so for everybody who's listening and been wondering about Alex, I'm going to give the weekly updates here on the podcast. Yes. So I'm going to try to talk to him again tomorrow and, uh, and you know, figure out what's going on. If y'all got any questions for Alex, obviously the major question is that he had fucked and apparently he didn't. Um, you know, he was telling me some funny ass stories. I don't even want to tell the stories because I want to leave it Let for Alex him. Tell him. Yeah, 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 yeah. But maybe I'll tell one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. How fucked up is it? Alex gonna come back? Think he come, gotta come with heat on the podcast? His episode when he's out, and I already told all his hot stories. <laughs> but he told me a funny ass story. So he told me a story about a dude he's locked up with. His just that he's like a like a bank robber. Yeah, and like the sentencing is so short for shit out there. Yeah, that like he's just like. Yeah, I'm going to just keep doing it. Yeah. Like, 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 he's like, it's worth it. You know what I mean? Like, like, it was mad funny. Yeah. Like, that's the, that's the, like, their whole thing is we have to rehab these people. But if the sentence is so short. You're not even, you're not rehabbing nothing. No, nah, we good. I got my own shower. You know, my homie Kunal, one of the ABDCs, has a yeah. joke about how uh, that's his retirement plan. It was just going to Sweden and murdering somebody. <laughs> and then going to jail? Yeah. It's better than life here. Fam, you can't fuck girls anyway at that age. No. Unless you got... Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, you're right about that. Yo, Blue Chew Deadass yeah. has changed late adulthood. Yeah, you're right. I mean, obviously it's changed us for a fun little fuck drug, right, but that's basically like a party situation. Yeah, yeah. But like old motherfuckers, you would just have to tap your dick out after a certain age. And oh, now, yeah. that's how you know we live too long. Did our dicks just stop the working? Dick gives up on you. It's like, fam, we done. What you doing? Yeah, don't reproduce. Yeah, it's over. Wow. Yeah, we're living too long. Entirely too long. How sad is it that Alex is spending some of the most important years <laughs> of his life <laughs> locked up in a Swedish prison? Son, he's eating peanut butter and jelly. Son, I feel bad for him. He got to save his. You should feel bad for him. Oh, yeah, you're right, because he's in jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he told me he got to save his bread slices, because I've been sending him money and shit. So yeah. it's like, you got to save his bread slices so that he could buy peanut butter and jelly and then use those as the meal, because he got to wake up dumb early. I don't want to tell all his stories. Um, we're going to have Alex do a whole lap. Do you know what I mean? Shit. It's rougher than I thought. Son. No, nah, but besides that, he got his own room. He got TV. He's just watching a lot of American shows. Is he still brolic? He got weights in there, son. So he's doing like yoga. All he ever did was calisthenics. That's he right. That. Yeah. He never needed that. Yeah. You seen his, his IG videos? Him doing fucking crunches and whatever? Yeah, mad pull-ups. Yeah, yeah mad pull-ups, one arm. I'm going to tell him to work on legs. Yo, that's what he should Yo, be doing. Yo, the whole time you're there, work on legs. Real talk, if Get he's it not to so top-heavy, he's free right now. That was the issue. And my man was too top-heavy, he just fell over. Son, he took four steps and he was exhausted. My man... Built like an upside down triangle. What the fuck you think of <laughs> He built like the rape pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> unwanted touching. Yo, you gotta you gotta put some of the unwanted touching all down by the calves, fam. Why that shit all up in the shoulders? <laughs> What's good, huh? Oh fuck. But anyway, oh, I mean his mom went out there. Shit is shit is fucked up, but hopefully October 19th we're gonna have some shit. And How his mom like Sweden though? Um, Trip of a lifetime, really. 
really is. Say it. Say what you want to say. I'm just saying. Keep it flagrant. Don't I'm be hesitating. No, I'm not hesitating. I'm just saying there's a point, there's a party that's like, Yo. I can't believe my baby's locked up. What that is beautiful. Yeah, what a great country. You know what I mean? <laughs> is that just that's just chocolate? That's just chocolate. I've always heard about this. <laughs> I'm not even correct, Swiss and Swedish, but whatever. Whatever. It is what it is, son. It is what it is. Son. Meatballs. Who the fuck cares? Exactly. I mean, there's probably places she'd rather go, but like what are you so you know, for a vacation. Sweet and gorgeous. It is pretty. There's a nice old city. As a mother, do you think, like, do you ask your kid if he's getting, <laughs> like, like, like when you ask your kid if he's okay in prison, Yeah, you're really asking if he's getting fucked, right? Like, you, you must be concerned about that. You gotta be. How would you ask your son? I would just ask him, son. In what way? Son, how's your bud doing, son? Son, talk to me. Talk to me. It's still in good shape. It's son. still in working order. Son, you fighting them off, son? <laughs> son. You're little ass babies. You about to have some little ass kids, son. You and your girl. I'm asking them little ass babies. Let me tell you something, though. They better be smart. Let me tell you something, though. What? I'd have got away. <laughs> I'll tell you that right. I'll tell you that right the fuck now, dog. I'd have got away. No, I'm not. No I, I, I'd, be, I, I'd be hiding in between two bricks in a house. <laughs> I just take one brick out, slip up in that free brick, pull that shit in. I'm chilling. Yo. I, I fit right the fuck through a picket fence. I'm not gonna lie. He's not bringing out that baton on you. <laughs> He's going hands on you. That's gonna be hands. He's looking at you like, I got this little motherfucker. <laughs> Mad agile, dog. He little, took one look at Alex. Spin move. <laughs> I'll be out, dog. You like DeAndre Hopkins. You spun on him twice. You stay hitting B. All of us just rooting for you. Ooh. Ooh. All the Swedish people like, the Syrian refugees are taking over. That thought didn't cross your mind, though, when you heard? What? I mean, people don't know the full story, but like you were like... I'd have got away. That thought didn't cross your mind? Fam. <laughs> Fam. Your expression got so serious. Fam, do you know how infuriating it was? <laughs> Fam. <laughs> Fam. I'm, people don't know the son, story. People don't know. I was so tight, son. <laughs> I kicked the nightstick. He's free. Right? It's like, yo, my man is on the ground. You go. That's why I said. I said, go. And I thought he was home free. Damn, son. Yo. Oh my god! Let me tell you something, Edin and his Mexican ass. Oh my man, he not getting free. caught by the cops. Nothing, bro. yo. Nothing. Only a Puerto Rican with the entitlement of an American. <laughs> 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 I would have yelled at Edin. I would have said, Edin, "La migra viene, Edin. La migra viene. Vete ya, vete ya." <laughs> bro, he would have. He would have been out. Put on that Selena. <laughs> beady beady bomb bomb that's what you would have heard on the ground there is literally nothing that could stop it like if there was a river he across it if there's a fence he over it like, you know what would stop him huh like if he had to get ab muscles for freedom because <laughs> I've never seen a Mexican with those in my life <laughs> yo Sal Canelo Alvarez the boxer yeah, yeah, yeah. had to go on steroids to get like three of them <laughs> them shits weren't even four, four or six oh, he had an odd number Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, five pack. <sighs> Motherfucker had a five pack, bro. Oh, my God. Anyway, it's just it's just one of those days, bro. 
It's all about the he said, she said bullshit. Oh yeah. I don't know any other words. Oh, right. you knew what song that was? I knew it was I knew it was a song. I don't remember what song. Limp Biscuit. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Peak Caucasity, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Peak a- whiteness. Nineteen ninety nine Woodstock. <laughs> That's when we peaked. Dog. Such a funny thing. It's <laughs> such a funny thing. I saw you tweet that or put on ID or something. This is the peak in the the like the greatest moment in white people history or something like That's that. That's when we got to the top of whiteness. That was it. <laughs> that we were just running shit, everything, but everybody was into it. Yeah, like yeah. we're like we were allowed to be emotional. Fred Durst like had the angry- backwards hat. Backwards hat. Nobody was like, yo, appropriation. It was like a just enough hip hop, yeah. but also white trash. just enough white trash yeah. where it was like, okay, you're not going too far. You're yeah. not going too far, right. Fred. You're doing your own thing. Yeah. And we were the angst inside us, yeah. all that shit that we were bottling in in the 50s with a smile and a comb over. <laughs> Do you know those 1950s when a husband oh, yeah. comes over and he's like, hey, honey, yeah. how's the pot roast? Yeah. You know? And that was bottled in for literally Akash. 49 years <laughs> <laughs> and then all in one moment i'll tell you where you fucked fred up durst. is fred durst to eminem that was a bad transition eminem went too. that's when you went too far you went the, <sighs> the, over the hill and then you just start tumbling down that motherfucker eminem is like <laughs> the first rock that starts the avalanche yeah also a white thing yeah there was not a mudslide no, 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 that's your mother's reaction to you getting arrested in Sweden. I gotta tell you the funniest fucking thing. So, we put up a video for the ABDC tour. We're gonna do it. We had a dope first of all, amazing video, guys. All go check out. It's on Akash's Instagram, it's three clips, and they're roasting this white guy in the audience. Um, yeah, so we'll talk about the tour whenever, but like, we're gonna start doing that. Yeah, page out of Andrew Schultz's book, we're gonna keep putting up clips but there's there's a clip and it looks even funnier in subtitles this british lady we're all individually didn't realize we made fun of this black girl on the front row who's her 23rd birthday right nothing super mean but just like teasing her a bit what were you saying about her she said i asked what do you do and she was like a little bit of everything i was like that means a lot of nothing like, just a little <laughs> shit like that a little bit of everything means a lot the more of commas on your job description yeah, yeah. on your dating profile the more i know that you work at barnes you and got Noble. nothing <laughs> so, just little comments like that and then this this british lady was like i have a comment to make and we're immediately like that's the whitest thing you possibly do and then she said um you're all really funny but you mean to this girl i i just think you should sing happy birthday to her and immediately i just go shut the fuck up and then you said that yeah i go shut the fuck up and then i go bitch 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 you're crazy bitch <laughs> and the funniest thing is you see it in subtitles bitch comma bitch comma bitch you crazy bitch question mark and then my mom called me she's telling me the clip is so funny but she goes beta don't use b words so much <laughs> i immediately died laughing i said i'm a, i'm building a career off of this word you don't know one of the best bitches in the business. <laughs> really, one of the best bitches in the business. Guys, if you want to tweet at Sheila three four five, she'll that's your mom. Her yeah, don't yeah. give your mother's. Nobody can tweet my mom disrespectful stuff. We don't have white fans like that, so you, they're going to be respectful. So it's a it's a minority Bro. driven podcast. <laughs> Bro, she don't ever check her Twitter, but you just want to just let her know that I got the best B word in the business. But I'll cuss at her. Be respectful. They're going to cuss at her. That's what they do, man. Oh, this God. is the savage dude. People are not monsters. This is a mom. Yo, remember all those dick pics you used to send Alex? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo. Do not, dog. Sheila345. <laughs> okay. Bitter. 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 Do not send my mom no dick pic. Bitter. Bitter. Jesus. The black ones look much different, bitter. <laughs> <laughs> 
goddamn my Indian accent is so trash, bro. How do I? Okay, do it. Do one. Do it. It's because I learned from you, and yours isn't even that good. Good. My girl's is really fucking good, which is embarrassing because hers is like really good. Okay, how does it go? Do your girl doing it? I don't know. She does impressions of her dad, and that shit is so funny. What? What is the impression of her dad? Like a short one is like he's like a Democrat, like a registered like in the Democratic Party in PA, and this is 2016. He asked who you're gonna vote for, and he was like, "Of course, Hillary." Actually, you know what? I can't vote for women's. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go! First of all, that's how annoying Indian women are. Yo, they, you don't know, they bro. ruined it for all women. Oh my <laughs> God. And I only know this from you. Oh, yeah, you never dealt with one. I never dealt with an Indian chick. It was a nightmare. Really that bad. Oh, God, yeah. It's a fucking nightmare. But uh, you really want to lock it down. Oh, my girl dope, man. My yeah. girl dope. No, totally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, never heard you complain uh, once. I about, complain about her, but yeah, yeah, yeah. she knows she's a pain in my ass, but yeah, she yeah, dope. Yeah. She holding it down. We homeless right now. She's not freaking out. Yo, Akash is legit homeless. Legit Akash homeless. texted me before the podcast today, and he goes, yo, what time are we doing the podcast? And I was like, four. He goes, all right, yeah, so we just got kicked out of our apartment, so... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll figure it out. <laughs> Yo, son, son, you know how much a piece of shit I am, son? I texted you offering my place, but mad reluctantly, baby. Like, <laughs> like, son, when you hit me back, like, now nah, we're going to say your sisters, I was like, phew. <laughs> Love my space alone, bro. Love it. Love my space oh alone, my son. Whew. Uh, no, nah, but you can stay at my place this weekend because I'm gone. If y'all need, if you, <laughs> if you just trying to get, because you about, nah, like you can stay whenever you want. I, know, I did I offer know. my place, obviously. No, you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. But like, if you're trying to get away from your your girl and, and her sister, because you're gonna get ganged up on, bro. That's that's a fact. Uh, no, nah, we good. We good. You don't think you're gonna get ganged up on? No, nah, we good. You don't think going into your girls and your girl's sister's environment? Well, then again, my girl, it's my girl's sister-in-law first. Oh, yeah, we're good. But Jeez. they're gonna complain. Oh. So your your girl sister in law could potentially be on your side because you guys could bond over how annoying their family is, <laughs> right? That's how you got to come together. You got to hit her up early. Where's yeah. your where's your where's your girl right now? My girl right now is at she work. at she's at work. Yeah, you got to get to the house first, and you got to start the bonding. Like, <laughs> listen, dead ass, you got to be like, like, yo, thank you so much for bringing them in. Like, and then do this shit. Be like, you know, we were gonna go and stay with her parents, but you know how they are. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, we good. Family good. It's what? a good setup. I spend time there. It's not like remotely... Hard. They're real close, actually. My girl and her sister-in-law. And not even on some like caddy complain about people all the time. She, it's not one of those relationships. Right. They How old is along. she? My girl's sister-in-law? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. 50s, 40s, 30s, 20s? Early 30s, late 20s? Bro, this is like a porn. I don't know if you've watched that type. <laughs> But, dude, it is a big brand. Nah, they got two kids, man. It's a... <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get even weirder, but... <laughs> Sometimes that's involved as well. Listen, you're you're not related, bro. You're, it has nothing to do with you. Did I ever tell you I told those those twins that? Which twins? I asked this, these twins if they ever, like, fucked each other. No, like, had a threesome. Right. And uh, the sisters... They were like together and they looked at each other and they looked at me and they're like, that's incest. And my legit reaction to them was, for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's on y'all. Like, that's, so not, on, that's not on my conscience. What did they say? You know what I mean? They just were like, you're weird. Like, I don't know. Bitch, you had a sense of humor, bitch. <laughs> bitch. 
Bitch, get a slip. Fuck your sister, bitch. Like, get a sister, you would fuck your sister, bitch. bitch. Come bitch, on. Bitch, for the bit, bitch. Bitch, <laughs> for the bit. <laughs> Yo. God damn, bitch. You ain't never heard a follow through on a bit, bitch. Damn, bitch. Lick a pussy for the bit, bitch. <laughs> Son, the comments on when we did the Tiger Woods story, <laughs> when you just kept hitting with bitch. Son, I had people straight to DM. I had mother, this is how you know it's real. I had people go straight to DM like this. They were like, they like, they go, <laughs> this is how they started. They go, first of all, I'll be DMing people. <laughs> they go, I'll be DMing people. All right, I don't do that shit. I just had to tell you, I was listening to this shit at work. I had to turn it off because motherfuckers was looking at me funny. All I'm trying to say is that was one of the most hilarious shit ever. Like, oh, you goddamn man. right, bitch. Oh, fuck. Goddamn. You goddamn right. Anyway. Oh, do we got some dates? Levittown, Long Island Governor's Comedy Club. That's what that shit is called, right, Andrew? Yes, there's uh, many of them. October 19th. In Levittown, come through. I'm going to plug it again next week. Yeah. Also, shouts to all the assholes who came through. Every show I did, there was assholes that came through, and they all had a blast, so thank y'all. Um, okay, I got some shows coming up. Yo, we, Chicago, we added another show, all right? We had the first two. Y'all sold it out. We had a third one, Thursday. Y'all sold it out. So now we have a late show Thursday. It's at 9.30, okay? So get that shit. Thursday and Friday, I'm going to be in Chicago. Then we got Milwaukee, then Madison, all right? Madison, Sunday. 7 p.m., I believe. Make sure you get some tickets for that. Then I got Vegas coming up. Buffalo. Um, Oxnard, California. Tempe, Arizona. Albany, Syracuse, Atlanta. We got a, a, a Comics Mohegan Sun in uh, Connecticut. Then St. Louis. Then Miami. And then San Diego. For those exact dates, go to theandrewshows.com. Thank you all so much, man. All right. I think we got to start. Um, Sports. We got to start the discussion because this. This was wild. We had an amazing week. This sports. was wild. We had an amazing week in sports. Uh, I would say the biggest event the whole week uh, was Connor versus Khabib. It was the MMA fight. Hell yeah. And it was the first MMA fight I bought. Yeah. I was, because you asked me to come see the fight. I was exhausted I from the tour, but yeah. I was like, Andrew, buy an MMA fight. Son, I bought it. It was $65. What made you buy it? Because I was interested too, but it's really just Connor's shit talk. And I was watching like, Khabib gonna fuck this dude up. And I don't normally just say, oh, the quiet guy is gonna kick the shit yeah. out of the loud guy. Yeah, That's not, yeah. I'm not the guy who just believes that. But yeah, yeah. something about Khabib was different. Just like, he don't, he gonna fuck you up. Yeah, yeah, he got that quality. He yeah. got that Russian-ass quality. Like, they just got one fucking Yo. demolish, smash. He kept using words the Hulk uses. Like, even in the interview, <laughs> he goes, my father will smash me. I will smash you. I will crush. It's just crush, smash. Oh, of course, they yeah. have, like, three words yeah. that they can use. Of course. But I, I invest in a fight, and I agree with you, entirely because of Connor's... Um, charades that he did in the you know the press conference yeah. and I was following it and it just goes to show you the same reason why this kid on YouTube Logan Paul and this kid KSI can have a major yeah. fucking pay-per-view event without having any skill in boxing who won that by the way was that a draw, draw. of course it was a draw yeah. so they can do another one smart right. but the fight is never about the fight no the most exciting thing about any Mayweather boxing match were those 24-7 documentaries yep. that HBO would do and then yep. show time tape yep. and this, the press just got really fucking great. They had the great story about uh, Conor McGregor pulling up on Khabib, yep. throwing the shit at the fucking thing, mm -hmm. people's heads getting cut, cut, girls crying, all this fucked up shit. Um, <clears throat> bad blood. Conor went crazy at the press conference. I mean, yeah. he was talking about his fucking family, his religion, his country, like calling the, the whole them cowards. He was really milking it the fuck up. Yeah. 
Um, and it's just got me really invested. It got me really invested. I bought the fight. Haney and Marco from uh, Western Bros Podcast came over. Shouts. Shouts to Haney and Marco. Um, and yes, we're going to do Western Bros soon again. Everybody keeps asking. They came over. We're watching the fight. First, I want to say the card, the fight card. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, when you have a massive fight, the card is trash. Right. Because all the money is going to Floyd right. and Canelo. Right. Or Floyd McGregor. This you is boxing, not MMA. Boxing, right? You don't even right. remember the other people on the card. Right. This is quite possibly the most exciting card I've ever seen in any fight sport ever. Really? I just saw the first, I just saw the last three fights before the right. main event. Right. Or maybe it was the last two. Maybe I think it was three. Three. I saw the last three. Second to last fight seemed wild. Fam. Wild. We're going to start there and then we're going to get to this Khabib thing. First fight I walk into, I literally, it's the last round. Right. It's this, it's a, it's a guy named Derek Lewis mm-hmm. versus something Volkov, just big fucking towering Russian motherfucker, just yeah. like looks so fucking Russian in the face. Yeah. He looks like Guile right. from Street Fighter right, right, too. Right, right. But even though Guile was American, right. he looked super fucking Russian. Right. And this guy is is dominating the uh, Derek Lewis. Right. 10 seconds left in a fight. Derek Lewis getting dominated. Mm-hmm. Lewis lands an overhand right. Yeah. Knocks this motherfucker out and then pounds his face while he's on the canvas. Ends up winning the fight by KO with literally like three seconds left. Wow. The, 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 the report, not the reporter, the guys on the Joe Rogan, whatever those are called, mm-hmm. the announcers, they're going, he goes, the black beast did it. <laughs> the black beast did it, right? right? Now, I'm not a big MMA fan. Right. I don't know that's his nickname. Right. I think they're just calling this black guy the fucking black beast. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, the new N-word. dude, I'm like, this, they are, this is conservative. <laughs> like one of the guys already shouted out Brett Kavanaugh. Like I was like, I didn't know how Republican MMA <laughs> yeah. was, but you just calling a black dude the black beast. Right, like, right, all right, right. this is yeah, pretty brave. Sure. Motherfucker. Sure. Yeah. Um, come to find out that's his nickname. Okay. We're fine with it. Right. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's a bunch of people at that MMA event that really enjoyed calling him the black beast for, <laughs> for the five rounds or three for rounds sure. or whatever it was. For sure. Unbelievable post fight press conference. Amazing. You saw it. Amazing. Okay. Saw it. So good. Unbelievable. Like the so guy good. takes his pants off. Rogan goes, "Why are your pants? Are My balls are hot." <laughs> right. Then gives some convoluted thing about Trump calling him and telling him to whoop the Russians' yeah, ass. I couldn't let the Russians do that to America. Trump called me, said I can't do this, and then yeah. I just had to do this for America. It's amazing. He just said enough words to make everybody. The, all people there heard was Trump. Russia, America, and people are like, yeah. If there's not a black national anthem, that could be it right there. <laughs> Just take out the word Remix Trump because it. it's mad divisive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the same idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, he fucking killed it. That fight, great. Next fight, this guy. Uh, I might be having the order wrong. There's this like uh, Haitian dude that's fighting out of like Tennessee or some shit. Ovin Saint Pru or something like that, and he's fighting this Mexican dude from I think it was L.A. Maybe I'm assuming that because he's Mexican. Much more technical fucking last second of the fight. The guy knocks him out. They right. called a decision because he got up to his feet, but like yeah. he knocked him out. Right. Really exciting. Lots of action. Then the co the undercard, but like the almost main event was between a guy named Tony Ferguson 
one of the most unfortunate looking motherfuckers. Yo, I've ever I seen saw him, him in the and like I saw a little post fight coverage. He ugly son. as fuck. Son, he looks like if somebody drew. He a, looked like if an ant was wearing sunglasses. <laughs> That's what he looked like to me. Doesn't I thought he looked like if somebody was like like one of those Asian dudes on Times Square. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like drew me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Just like everything yeah. that could be bad about me oh my was God, exaggerated. Retarded you, bro. Retarded me, like full tard me, right? And I'm only saying this in the safety of this studio because this dude is a fucking mauler. Of course, yeah, he murdered both of us. Went up against um, Showtime Pettis. This other guy that I've kind of known. Great striking. These guys went at each other. Blood is spilling everywhere dude, over oh, both their fucking faces. Ears bloody as fuck. Son, it was like a chicken fight. They're yeah. just fucking dripping on each yeah. other. And they're so excited to be. It was unfucking believable Right. Like, for everybody who looks at MMA and goes, it's just a bunch of dudes hugging each other and fucking on the ground and boring and that kind of shit. Like, why don't you guys just make out, you bunch of gays? If you watch these fights, could not be better. Right. Dana White, at this point in time, has got to be salivating. He goes, in the most watched yeah. MMA fight or, like, card Everything in history, yeah. everything's going well. Right. He's got to be fucking shitting himself. Right. Just, this is the best dream scenario. Like you ever have a set that needs to go well, right? And you're recording it, and it and actually mid, goes well. And midway through, you're like, "Wait, am I once killing? in a lifetime?" Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Like I'm killing right now, right? Right. So he's like, "Okay, we're killing." Main event starts to come up. I mean, it is fucking hyped, dude. Right. The Irish fans are fucking cheering. Everybody's fucking cheering. Khabib dominates Connor in a way. That I have rarely seen people dominate. This is how dominant I would say it is. He dominated Connor more than Floyd did. Wow. Wow. That's embarrassing. Think about that. I mean, and I'm a huge Floyd fan. Right, I'm the right. Floyd apologist. I will say this about Khabib. He's he is the Floyd Mayweather of MMA in that his he's unbeatable, but his style to the casual fan is unbearable. Right. I'm just going to grab your leg, then pin you down and like hold you down and maybe I'll I punch you a couple times. I like he was taking shots. In those moments, you kind of see it, <laughs> right. but for the other four minutes of the round, okay. I'm just fucking on top of you, right, right, holding right. you down. Right. Do you know what I mean? But it's if like you some, know MMA, you probably think this Exactly. Amazing. It's like yeah. some Brett Kavanaugh, allegedly. Right. You know? Yo, I've been telling my girl- <laughs> It's my little political joke. <laughs> Yo, I've been coming back from- I came back from tour. I've been telling my girl I'm going to Kavanaugh her all weekend. She's <laughs> so funny to me. You mean when she's talking, you just close her mouth? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> the other shit? Yeah, oh, yeah. Girl, you out here looking fine as fuck. You finna get Kavanaugh. You be careful. Bitch. Bitch. He's trying to get Kavanaugh, bitch. Bitch. Am I trying to get appointed? Because the way you walk around here, I'm about to get appointed. <laughs> I'm about to get appointed. I'm about to get appointed. You know what I mean? Someone wants some justice. <laughs> Just saying, you will keep walking oh, around wearing that. I got Shit. a couple things to confirm. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, Shorty. You putting the firm and confirm right <laughs> now. You. Okay? Oh, this is boy. about to be ready. <laughs> Oh man! Shit! Sign up for a lifelong position with me, <laughs> girl. About to get, we make it mad platonic, girl. You about to get married and respected <laughs> for life, girl. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> Respect the sanctity of a relationship. Having to hold bitch. Bitch. Bitch, you're poor, bitch. Bitch for, for life, bitch. <laughs> Tell me, abortion? Ha! <laughs> we ain't worried nothing, bitch. <laughs> we having these babies. <laughs> Yo, that's that's a funny spin on the bitch. Like, say real empowering shit. Bitch, you know? bitch, and if you got some dreams, I'ma help you make them come to fruition, bitch. bitch. Yo, act like you're not amazing, bitch. Bitch. Oh, brilliant ass bitch. Oh, saying shit making me go, goddamn, I'm lucky, bitch. <laughs> Look how lucky I am, bitch. Got me a girl like you. Spend the rest of my life with this bitch. <laughs> Why we gotta stop there? <laughs> Why we gotta stop at life? I'll tell you where I'm gonna be waiting for you at them pearly gates. Bitch. <laughs> it's like you going to hell for annoying me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. Khabib fight. Khabib just fucking destroys him. Okay. Just fucking annihilates him. Right. Beat him at every single step of the, uh, of the game. Right. Right? Like, Connor couldn't hit him. Couldn't even counter him. At one point, Khabib, the best punch that was landed the whole fight was Khabib on Connor. Yeah, I saw that. As they're standing up. Yeah. He lands a beautiful overhand right. Connor couldn't slip it. Didn't even expect it to be there. The book, the way to beat Connor is you exhaust him. And then once he's exhausted, he one has no more power left. Right. And then two, he literally has one round of power. Maybe two. Two rounds of power. Right. You exhaust him. Mm-hmm. Now he has no more power left, so you can stand with him. <clears throat> right. And... Um, and then you just start teeing off on him because he doesn't have that good, uh, uh, like once he's exhausted, his, 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 uh, uh, what's it called? Dodging ability isn't, isn't great. He has great movement when he has energy, right? But he did exactly what he said. He just fucking dot, you know, sat him down. And then of course the decision happens. Now what I'm just reading right now before this podcast uh, happened, I saw a video of it and we can play it after one of the rounds. I forget which one it was. Connor basically apologizes to Khabib in the ring. So crazy. Does he specifically say, I'm sorry? He says, it was all business, mate. Ooh. And I think that was after Khabib was yelling at him as he was punching him. Yeah. And maybe Connor got shook. Oh, maybe Connor yeah. was like, yo, this motherfucker is trying to kill me in yeah. here. Oh, yeah. He took everything that was said before during the hype. Yo. Serious. Yo, he got Ronda Rousey in this motherfucker. Yo, real talk. He's never going to be the same, dog. Yo, it might be the case. Because now he's immediately, Connor's like, yo, I'm looking for, it was a good knock. I'm looking forward to the rematch, et cetera. I don't know what you can do. You can't beat the guy's wrestling. No. You're not good enough to beat his wrestling. The best punch was to your face. You got punched by the best punch. The only reason we're excited about a rematch is because of the melee. Right. So people act like the melee was bad. I don't think it was bad at all. What do you, What is your take on it? You have to say, you know, you can't do that as a champion. <laughs> I'm a stupid fucking analyst who yeah. has to work for Disney. <laughs> And I have to pretend I care about these things. He he went after, from what I saw, he went after fighters. He didn't go after, he's not wrong. There was no test. malice in the palace. He, he, he knocking out he motherfuckers. He went after yeah. fighters in Floyd's camp. And yeah. he was ready to kill them all. And I wanted to see that shit. I thought it was lit. I wanted to see him go one on camp. Let's go. I thought it was lit. It and was dope. Listen, Connor pulled up. Now you pulled up. What's yeah, the difference? That's, exact, I exact don't same see, thing. And you know what? You pulled up effectively. Connor did it when you were in a bus, and maybe it was all for charades, this, that, the other. Connor pulled up in a fucking suit or whatever the fuck. No, no, he was in some like exercise pants. All right, well, you know what? My man Khabib was ready to go after a fight. After the whole fight, he, he wanted to take to on your go, team. fam. Yo, Connor's catching his breath, putting his eyeballs back Hopped in his fucking head. that fucking fence like Eden when he got to this country. Son. <laughs> <laughs> Son. You can't stop Son. him. When he 
jumped over the shit. He looked like Caesar yeah. from Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Because he did a double hand punch down. No, nothing. Son. Yo. He's And he's got mad dexterity with his legs. He could have a little... Yeah, a little ape in him? He could have a little ape in him. Little you can call white him. people that, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's totally fine, right? You might have a little ape in him. not dark enough that it's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I hesitated for a second and I realized it's flagrant. Too. You see most people climb fences, they got to kick a leg up and then kick a leg not over. To... My man just jumped and then his stomach on the top of the fence. Just surfed it. Yo, it Surfing. Crazy. He didn't care. Crazy. He didn't fucking care. Yo, he was ready. That shit Ran right after dope. the motherfucker had a bleach blonde hair the dude he jumped after. Oh, yeah. That's who you go after. I thought that was a bushel of bananas. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Motherfucker thought it was a bushel. He said, I need my potassium. I just knocked out this Irish dude. <laughs> yeah. All I'm saying is people are going to say it's this negative thing. It could not be better. No. It is tons of free press. We're going to talk about this for fucking months. The only reason we care. I did not care to see anything. Well, I wanted to see the fight highlights, I guess. Right. But when I was on Twitter and everybody's like, yo, that was crazy. I was like, I got to see what the fuck just happened. And I heard, and I was like, oh, this is crazy. He went to the stands, blah, blah, blah. Then I saw who he went after. He went after Floyd's fighters, or I mean, McGregor's, McGregor's fighters. McGregor's fighters, yeah. B- big deal. We're talking that shit. Now you're talking that shit. What's up? I'm here. You Ain't no bus. Yeah. Let's you go. I'm warmed up. Your profession is fighting. Mm-hmm. If Floyd gets into a street fight with another boxer, that's not a big deal. It's not assault, folks. It's like, yo, yeah, this happened. What was wild was when... Khabib's people jumped in the ring and started swinging at Floyd on some like when he wasn't looking McGregor. Uh, McGregor when he wasn't even looking at shit. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a little crazy. That's some yeah. pussy shit. It's yeah. like you a fighter, dog. The least you could do I didn't is like that. You know, said look, met, let him face you. Yeah. You want to try to drop him from behind? Yeah. That's soft. Yeah. Khabib though. Business. Khabib about that life. Yeah. Khabib, yo, he said something that was fucking dope to me. He goes, uh, Dana White is like, listen, we can't give you the belts out yeah. here because uh, once we do, they're gonna start throwing things in. And he goes, he looks at him, he goes, he goes, I prepared for this. <laughs> Fuck, bro. These Russians speak in declarative sentences, I'm yo. I'm telling you, bro. I prepared for this. Someone someone tweeted something who actually knows MMA. Right. He's got a follow on Twitter named John Owning, big Cowboys dude, but he's like a big MMA guy. And he right. said, like, if you know where this guy is from, Khabib, everything about this makes sense. Why? Apparently, I didn't. I should have followed up and been like, "Why?" My understanding was it's like a rough ass kind of probably war torn, Eastern European, Russian, whatever. Like, we do not fuck around here. To make it out of this, you have to be a beast. You have to be a bit of a monster. Right. We take shit personally. Right. Also, when the fuck you know Russians to be have a sense of humor? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Floyd gonna yeah. have a sense. Of, I know millions of black people with a sense of humor. Yeah. Connor and Floyd are doing this. Floyd gonna have a sense of humor about yeah. it. Connor wearing a suit that says "fuck you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know a single funny Russian on earth. Yep. <laughs> Yo, Putin the only funny one, <laughs> and that dude's a stone cold killer. That motherfucker a murderer, fam. I Yo. saw a clip of him on. The one thing cracked me up. I saw a clip of him on, uh, on, uh, on the on on YouTube, and uh, his like one of his ministers was saying right. that they have to increase pork production to uh, Oman. Right. That there's no pork. Uh, uh, they're not sending any pigs out there to Oman. They have to increase the pork production. And then Putin just stops for a second. He goes, "You would like us to." Increase pork production to a Muslim country. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, Pootsie. Okay. Pootsie, I like Pootsie. I see you, Pootsie. I like Pootsie. <laughs> Take the edge off the man. They scared, they scared that motherfucker. Yeah. Even, even uh, Khabib says some shit in the press conference. He was like, oh yeah, and by the way, because there was some Putin beef. Right. 
uh, he was like, oh yeah, and by the way, uh, Putin called me and congratulated me and everything yeah, is yeah. good, so blah, blah. Because in the early, earlier press conferences, mm. uh, Connor was alleging that there was beef there. Ah. So here's one thing that's interesting. So there's one conversation which is, if you talk shit before the fight, right. in America, it's this thing, this is what we're doing to hype the fight, right. and we all understand that, and we don't have to be boys afterwards, but... Yeah, it's business. It's business. Right. And that's kind of what Connor said. He's like, yeah. hey man, it's it was it's all business. Right. Um the in America we understand that. And you see it in all our fights. It happened Tyson fights and all these yeah. things. They say the wildest fucking shit. One question is if you say some stuff that does really offend and does really harm people and does hurt their feelings and they don't forgive, can you really blame them? No. Like, can you blame Khabib for being that angry? He really wants to inflict pain on all these fucking people. And- no, this is a fighter. He didn't... Listen, I understand and respect the dude who gets the business aspect of it. Right. I also understand and respect the dude who is just a fighter. Right. This is not a business to me. Right. I fight. Yeah. This is my life. Yeah. I'm a fucking warrior. Let's yeah. go. That I'll never be that guy. I respect that guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can be. You can add the theatrics. You can yeah. make a fight exciting. You yeah. can talk it up. But a warrior? That's a war- warrior, dog. But here's the question: That's a Spartan. That motherfucker, motherfucker is Spartan. Yeah, that's three hundred right there. Yeah, that's that's Muhammad, son. We Yo. gonna spread that caliphate. Yeah, let's go. Like man. so. But here's the question: As a fighter, a prize fighter, right? On some level, you have to understand. Like Khabib goes, he was saying, I want to change the sport. I want to add respect. I want to add dignity, make it about sport, not talking before. Yeah. The only reason you made $2 million guaranteed for this fight right. is because of Connor's antics. Yes. For you sure. do not bring $2 million agree. in. I completely agree. So the question is, how much is it worth to you to have your family, your religion, and your country spoken about. Is it two mi- is it one point five million dollars worth? Because you would have got five hundred thousand maybe right. I understand what you're saying. fighting for yourself. Yeah. Is it worth one point five million for him to talk some shit to hype this fight? Is it worth one million? What is it worth to you? Because there's no way I'm watching a Khabib Connor fight if they're bus best buddies, yeah. hugging and kissing before, yeah, praying it's together. A great fight. You know, Khabib's a great fighter, Connor's a great fight. I, I completely agree. You're not gonna get my sixty five dollars. My feeling from a distance, yeah, a real distance. I don't know MMA. Just what I saw, I don't think Khabib cares about the money that much. He likes it. He'll take it. Yeah, but it's not. You don't talk about my family. I don't give a fuck. I'll right. take my five hundred thousand. He's take there for I legacy. Get. He's there for legacy. He's there because he, yo, he a warrior dog. He wants to fight. This yeah. is what I do. This is my life. Fighting. Yeah. Your life is making this a business, and I, he, I don't even think he respects that. To be honest, I was gonna say I can respect that. I don't know if he even... He doesn't. He would do the same fight for $250,000. No. So he's like, okay, it's great we're making this, but I don't care. I'm going right. to still fight for... I could go back to and fight bears in fucking Russia or whatever. <laughs> right, this dude is Zangief. Yeah, that's, that's my saying. second Street Fighter 2 reference, okay? <laughs> I got some more coming for you. All right? Yo, then my man is ready. Let's go. So he don't need... That's why I think I get both sides of it. But kind of just talk shit to the wrong dude. A dude who didn't care about the business. He didn't care about the dollars and cents and the hype. He did not care. If he cared, he'd have fed into it. Here's a question. Yeah. If Connor wins, do you think the melee is even worse? Oh, interesting. You think Khabib would go nuts? I think the fact that Khabib won, it was calmer. If Khabib lost, imagine this. Khabib's teammates ran into the ring and attacked Connor after 
after Khabib finished his ass and dominated him for the whole fight. Imagine what would have happened if Connor knocked out Khabib or won a decision. I think they're jumping. I think they planned this all from the beginning. Once this fight is over, it's going down. Maybe. I, <clears throat> I heard there was a dude in the stands, the one that Khabib went after. I heard he was popping shit to Khabib. He was. So it was I one think, of Connor's teammates. I think if Khabib loses, again, distance, but I think if Khabib loses, he takes that L, respect the sport, whatever. I took my loss. This is a better fighter. It's right. really fucking infuriating that he beat me and talk shit. Yeah. I take my L. I think when he won, he was like, who the fuck else wants something? Oh, you're talking shit? Let's go. I think if he loses, it's like, listen, you take your L, you be humble about so, it. So, I think. What I don't understand is how can you lose more respectively than you can win? Like, you- once you beat someone, right? Oh, like, yeah. think about it in the business of comedy. Like, once you've surpassed somebody yeah. in comedy, right. right? You don't have animosity to them. It's the opposite. You have pity. Right. Right? So even after dominating and beating him, retaining the title, doing exactly what you said, you're still upset. Imagine how upset you'd be prior. Not always. Though. Or if you lost. I think you have that. And I have that to a degree, but I also have a little bit of smugness with it. Oh, you'll keep some grudges going? So I'll keep a little smug satisfaction. and like, look at you, you fucking loser. Like who? Who do you feel that way about? I can't even. Honestly, I can't think of names. I honestly can't. You so maybe homeless. they don't matter to me. That much. Also, I'm broke, so who am I? So who am I really gonna sit here and judge right now? If I was doing well, I have my list ready. Right now, the list of people ahead of me, get lost. <laughs> you're out here sharing keys. You're, you're out like, babe, you at home? I need to be buzzed in. <laughs> oh fuck me. Um, but I don't think Jordan hates everybody he got better than. He brought the motherfucker to his Hall of Fame speech and said, you made the fucking varsity team over me when I was in ninth grade. Look what you did. Like, Jordan parades these people out. So that was the fuel. Damn. Some people use, yeah. use it as fuel. Yeah. You use it as fuel. But right. I just use the next person that's above me as right. fuel. Right, which is healthy. But I'm just saying there's a different people are wired differently. Like, Khabib might be wired like, I will forever resent this, and this man and hate this man, and I'm going to be better than him always and fuck him or whatever. See what I'm saying? God, thank God Jordan found basketball. Yeah. Like, what if he found crime? He's an actual, yeah, he's he's the biggest crime lord on earth. And he would be Al Capone. He'd be El Chapo, man. He'd be El fucking he'd Chapo, He'd fucking dude. El Chapo, behead him, parade it on a fucking stick around whatever city he lives in. Oh, my God. My man is crazy. Dude, that coach that cut him <laughs> almost cost thousands of people their lives. Oh, for sure. For sure. Because he's not going to be a bad drug dealer. He's oh, going to be the best fucking drug oh, dealer. Whatever, yeah. Or whatever he is. He climbing them ranks. And he loves those fucking Midwest movies where it's just savages. That's his thing, apparently. Have oh, you heard that? really? Oh, no. no. He'll watch them 40, 50 times. Him and his father used to bond over it. Which movies? Midwest. Not Midwest. Uh, Westerns? Wild West. Oh, Westerns. Wild West. Loves yeah, yeah, yeah. Westerns. I'm sure it's like the hero saves the day against all odds, and that's how he yeah. positions himself. But maybe... Watch The Wire and tell me Jordan wouldn't be better than Stringer Bell at everything. Undeniable. You don't think he'd be upset about a lot of 40-degree days? You bring me a lot of 40-degree days. Jordan have that exact speech. What's the 40-degree day? Just a regular-ass day. Nobody's a fuck about a 40-degree day. And the, is that a Stringer Bell speech? Yeah. He basically, he basically says these people aren't bringing it. They're just doing like a regular job. Regular's not going to get it done. We need to be excellent. Yeah. I give a fuck about a, a 10 degree day. I give a fuck about a 70 degree day. I don't give a fuck about a 40 degree day. It comes, it goes, nobody notices. Damn, bro. You remember that whole show? Not really. I remember that speech. I just, I searched my memory bank for something, for something with the wire after I referenced it. Oh, hold on. 
I might not be homeless. Let me see what Wait, this you got. Like. You got a little home coming, dude. This is fresh see. off the press, son. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, it's mad long. Uh oh, bad or good? Do you want to just read it out loud for us? Hi, I got you. This is Sam from Exchange. I'm going over your file. Notice that you're, for your self-employment, there's no position as the date that you started for. So I didn't put a start date on my self-employment. Fair. Because you want to employ it as a motherfucker, but go on. Yeah. <laughs> 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 bitch, I ain't start. That's why, bitch. <laughs> Text her that back. You won't do that. Oh, fuck. Uh, okay. All right. Is this for the one in Jersey or yeah, this one in Manhattan? Oh, I don't want you to get that one anyway. Hey, we need some more prayers. We need prayers for Akash in Manhattan as well. Yo, we need free Alex and free Akash. Free Alex and free Akash. It's not even a question. Okay, right. so Drake is at the fight. Yo, this motherfucker stays causing L's, dog. Go on that. Dog, Drake, everybody Drake cheers for takes giant fucking L's. Connor. Drake is draped in a fucking Irish flag for the press conference, dapping up Connor. Which I'm sure infuriated Khabib even more. Why? Because they both have beards? Nah, Khabib a fucking man, dog. You probably don't like Drake, singing ass. Oh yeah, that's right. You hate Drake. He probably just like, fuck this singing ass, crooning ass motherfucker. Okay. I bet Khabib listening to Biggie like, fuck Drake. No, he's not. Could be listening to Ten Crack Commandments right now. <laughs> no, could be could be listening to like who's a rapper that became Muslim? Talib Kweli. <laughs> <laughs> just to get high, just to get high, just to get high. He listen to fucking yo, Talib Kweli. He listened to Kweli, bro. Yo, he listened yo, to let me tell you a fucking story. Beanie Siegel. That's I, what he listened to. Talib Kweli was my favorite rapper in college. I was a fucking cuck. Okay. And uh, I like this conscious shit. And then my sister, uh, cousin, whatever, she was like in London. She was like, yo, there's a Black Star concert. We, let's go. Talib Kweli and Most Def. I didn't care about them anymore at this point, but I was like, he bought the tickets. I'll go. And then Talib and Most get out on stage and they say something like some Black Power song. They say, throw your fists in the air. And there is nothing sadder than the sight in my memory of seeing Talib Kweli and Most Def raise their black fists <laughs> in the air and then seeing 150 white fists go up. <laughs> Not a single black fist. I looked in that audience. I scanned that audience. 150 white fists in that audience. Bro, the woke or the... The, the woke or the rapper, the white or the, 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 yo, white or the audience. Yo, that's, the wo that's the woke or the rapper, the white or the fans. That's a real talk, real talk. man. That shit made me sad in J. my Cole soul. J. Cole might be the only one who... Kendrick? Nah, Kendrick not really woke. I think Kendrick has... Kendrick's like semi-woke, but he also just comes you with can't bars, come too. On, you can't be too woke. You can't. Right. You just can't do it, man. Yeah. Kanye... College dropout Kanye had it. You gotta straddle the line a little bit. Yeah. J. Cole can do it, Kendrick can do it, and that's it. And that's all. Anyway, the uh okay. So back to what you're saying we were saying though. Just Drake. Oh yeah. You got the list of losses. Go go through it. I, I forget which ones they are. I mean he supported Kentucky, they lost. He supports Connor, they he loses. He, he supports, supports his son, he loses. I mean, who, <laughs> who the fuck else do you want? You know what I mean? So we got an Adidas clothing line, Adidas done. That fast. Wow. That fast. Nike got Kaepernick out on the poster and it's over. Wow. No, now he's with Nike. Oh, Drake? Yeah. Well, listen. Adidas Checks over stripes. Oh, is that what he's saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, what happened to Adidon? Adidon. Whatever. I think he left them like he left his son. Yeah, real talk. You <laughs> had a clothing line. He disappeared. This motherfucker left both of them. <laughs> Damn, Drake. So here's my thing about Drake. And I, this is why I think he's a fucking genius. He has a song called No New Friends. Right. Right? Yeah. And what is that song? 
that uh, that song is a smokescreen to get people off his trail, right? That's that song is to stop people from realizing what his greatest trait is. Drake is the greatest A and R in rap. All Drake has done his career is built it on new friends. He finds what is young and hot before anybody else does. Right. Jay Z waits till you're hot, 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 <clears throat> right. and then goes on a track with you, like he did right. R. Kelly, Kanye, these kind Wayne, of shit. Yeah. Right, Wayne. Drake finds you when the only people that know about you are the internet, mm-hmm. right, or the local people right there. Ooh, Migos, Versace. I love. Uh, let me fuck with these guys. Hop on a track. Right. Ooh, these London dudes got tons of. Oh, that's hot. Ooh, Afro African uh, shit is dope. Fortnite, Wiz kid, hot. Ooh, Fortnite's popping. This ninja kid is doing. Oh, let me get on it. All he does is make new friends. And what he does is, oh, little baby is popping and Gunna's popping. Boom, let's do it. All he does is find who's new in rap and who's new in hip hop. Right. This guy's brilliant. And he does a song with them, changes their career. I'm looking at you right no, now. No, no, I know. I'm, Kaz got the so, list of Drake Love. Doesn't matter. Uh, all he does is finds who's young and hot. He does a song with them before anybody else knows who the fuck they are. Makes it a number one song. Changes that person's life. Makes that person a fucking millionaire. And when you're a millionaire because of someone else, you're indebted to them forever. It's shocking how few people have gone to Drake when you think about his reign on top. Yeah. His reign on the top is stupid. And all these young dudes under him never go to his neck. And he's got the craziest allegations. Why? Because he put them all fucking on. Think of all the people that we're listening yeah. to right now. He yeah. put the fuck on. Right? And then what happens is you take Migos on a, a world tour and you're the headliner. Even though Migos is with you, but it's Drake and yep. Migos. Yep. But in reality, it's really Drake headlining and Migos opening. Right. Yeah. And they only agree to do that because they're like, yo, this motherfucker put us on. Yeah. Drake, Migos don't need Drake. It's a brilliant point. This motherfucker has made a career off of new friends and the and it's really made me rethink anything. I got to do more for other comics in terms of like you get more when you give than receive. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I've always been loyal to the people around me. My yeah. my main. You are people. actually no new friends. Man, yeah, I'm yeah. no new friends. It's hard to be Andrew. Friend. When you Andrew's friend, he's loyal as fuck. But when you're not, I'm good. I don't think that many people are that good. I realize you don't that I like a lot of people. I just don't like a, and like all I'm about is the art. Like I don't even got like your personality, but if I don't like your art that much, it's hard for me to like big you up and promote you. Yeah. But if I do like your art, trust me, I'm putting you on every show. If you're in the city and I'm in that city, you're on I'll it. Shout you out. I'm shout you anything I possibly can do to help you. I will do if I fuck. With. I'll introduce you to my agency. I'll do whatever. And I have done this. And people who listen and know me and fuck with me know I do. Right. It. Right. But if I don't really fuck with the art, I can't be phony around you. Yeah. I just can't do and it. And you have a very selective who's funny and who's not. I, and I never realized that I was that picky and snobby about content. It's real. It's yeah. And sometimes it's like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's very selective. I don't even know if it's snobby because you'll like some gutter shit that I'm like, really? And then oh. you'll like some shit that's real cuckish. And I'm like, really? Who do I like this cuckish? Eh, name names, but like there's comics that I'm like, really? I, for me, it's authenticity, man. If it's authentic, I fucking love it, bro. Like, shit is authentic to me. I fucking love it. See, to me, if there's anything that I detect is inauthentic, I shut down. I'm like, nah, like a shred. That's what we're saying. We're on the same yeah, page. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, but I feel like, that's what I was going to say. I feel like there's stuff that you're like, yeah, but. I don't know, man. I'm For me, that's my biggest thing. If I f- sense inauthenticity. All right. Maybe we just got different gauges on what, you know what I mean? Sure. But uh, yeah, that's a big thing for me. And we talked about this, side note. 
one of the best things in the world is seeing phony people exposed. That's oh, you shit. love that. Yeah. It's I mean, I love that too. But yeah. Feeling. Who was it that got exposed? Uh, Argento got exposed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like that, that kind of shit. Too, like yeah, you yeah. really being self-righteous and putting yourself above everybody else and then you get your ex, like the expose that comes out about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's my favorite thing. We were talking about this earlier, but nobody finds it coincidental that all these chicks in Hollywood that are talking about the Me Too are 50. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like when you too old to get Me Too'd, all of a sudden Me Too is a problem. Oh, yeah. But when they were getting Me Too'd for roles in their 20s and 30s, it was, that's business as usual. It ain't me too. It's what about me? What about me? What, what's my next role? Yeah. Oh, there's a little hand job for that? I got you. <laughs> Which is a minor thing to do, really, yeah. when you want a job. All I'm saying is when, and I was telling you this earlier. <laughs> that's not a minor thing. A hand job to get a fucking movie role? Are you kidding? I mean, it's just a funny way to put it. That's just one little hand job. Fam, I would rather jerk a dude off than memorize lines any <laughs> fucking day of the week, bro. You know how annoying it is to memorize fucking four pages of dialogue oh and then not get it? Memorize six. Sometimes they give you 11 pages of dialogue. Listen, I'm not going to say I'm Indian, I'm smart, whatever. The only smart thing I have is memorization is like pretty easy to me. Oh I don't God, ever so learn lucky. lines until like 1 a.m. the night before for an audition. I've never, knock on wood, I've never like forgotten the lines. Oh, you do it before? Doug, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. You don't you don't read the lines before the audition? No, no, no. Oh, good I, I, I used to do that, and then I was like, this is there's, there's no return on investment here. I remember we did- It's pure luck. We did an ABC thing back when my career was going well, and yeah. I had a holding deal. Yeah, yeah. They called me in. It was like a four-person, eight-person workshop. You had a workshop, holding deal. Whatever. You had a place to hold your stuff. You had a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of holding going on. Now you're just holding your girl in a subway. Oh, man, fucking pursuit of happiness. Coat, hoping she don't leave. <laughs> <laughs> you better sell that bone density scanner, bro. <laughs> your shit is done. <laughs> All right, go uh, on. But yo, we had like five people reading the lines, and I, I walked in there. I literally was like, "We had lines to read. What the fuck? We had to do a scene?" And then they printed the scene out for me. And then by the time they got to me, I was like third. I knew the lines, and they thought I was lying that I was just playing like I didn't know we had it. But I was like, "Oh, so memorization I can do." Oh, you're. If right. you actually, if you ask me how something actually works, I'm like, "Bro, I don't." But you can just memorize. Internet, nah, I can't Wikipedia that. that I can't memorize lines. No, dude, it's fucking hard for me, dude. If I if I write it, it's easy. But it's somebody else's voice. And I have to like make it my voice and like I'm editing their shit all the time. Like it's just not. Yeah. But I just it's almost like insulting. Eleven I have to learn eleven pages of information and then I might not get See, it. See, that's what's tough about being white is you get cast for leads. Ain't nobody making a brown dude a lead. So like and I'm funny and I don't want to really be the lead, but like yeah. give me the side guy that got two, three pages in audition. I love that. I'll, that's all I want. Oh dude, I love that idea. Listen. I'm getting. I'm auditioning for these things. It's me and Zac Efron, and I know they're going with Zac Efron. Ain't nobody ever asked me to play one good-looking motherfucker in my life. Yo, but you handsome, bro. I don't give a fuck if you want me. If I'm Hollywood ugly, cool. What's Hollywood Shop ugly? My, I don't know. I don't. I'm just saying. If I'm not getting the good-looking dude role, I'm not. There's no part of me that's like, why can't I get the good-looking dude role? The, I'm just like, yo, that's great. Give me three pages in out. Let's go. First of all, check. Fuck the good-looking dude role. Awful. You want to be the funny motherfucker. All I want to be is the funny dude. No yeah. depth, no nothing. I don't need a love scene. I don't need nothing. Yeah, but y'all minorities took all those roles. <laughs> Yo, we fucked y'all hard. It did. We fucked y'all I haven't gone for it for a single friend role. And my agents tell me right to my face. They're just like, oh yeah, those are reserved for minorities right now. The funny friend is minorities. It's really crazy how Hollywood's idea of diversity is let's just take a white story and then funny minority friend. <laughs> Look how diverse we are. Break my fucking arm clapping myself on the back or patting myself on the back because I shoved this minority into this white ass. Dude, the funny thing about it is like, 
nobody wants diversity. They just want a job. Yo, and this is what bothers me about the woke but warriors. Do you know what I mean? Like, 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 like. For example, Crazy Rich Asians comes out, right? Yes, I supported it specifically because I want jobs for more movies about. Of course, that's it. Yeah, that's great. But like, it's not like, it's not like people, other minorities in Hollywood are going finally some diversity, right? They're just like, yeah, but that's theirs. Yeah, nobody really wants diversity. They just want. How can I get this role? Yeah, they thought finally maybe we'll get more roles. Sure, that's what they were when they saw Crazy Rich Asians. They oh, were finally celebrating. Maybe this will lead to a job for me down the road. Right. That's all. Yeah, that's all it is. Right, but they're it's but they're not like celebrating fucking it. Fucking masquerade about telling stories. Go fuck yourself, man. Go <laughs> you fuck just yourself. want the job. I just want the money. Like for example, you're like we want our own stories to be told. And if someone's like, well, we would love a Mexican Spider Man, you think about like, no, <laughs> I want to tell the story of Pancho Villa, and that's it. No, for sure. Right? It's you just want just admit that you want the fucking job. You don't give a fuck what job it is. You're an actor. Okay? If you want to tell stories, what would you do? Write some fucking stories. You want to say other people's lines that they wrote and you want to get dick sucks in fucking restaurants because you're famous. That's what this is about. Now, I would rather have an Indian story like I'm in an Indian story versus I'm t- playing some random Yeah, but role. you wrote it. But but yeah, I wrote it. You did one. the work. Yeah, for you, sure. You were like, I want an Indian story. Y'all not making it? Here, I wrote it. Here's my friends and me on an Indian tour. 100%. Exactly. But my issue is- Oh no, the- even the sitcom that you wrote. Yeah. 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 And then Hollywood was like, no, nah, we don't want that Indian shit. No, but still, no, at least you not. wrote it. You yeah, can't com- sure. You can't complain if you don't write it. You can't go, why are there no black stories or why are there no this story? What have you written? This is the thing that bothers me about the woke warrior when we talk about fraudulence. Yeah, yeah. It's, before it was, hey, I just want the best person to get the role. And it was white people getting all the roles. I get it from a country's white standpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was all white roles. But now that it's skewed and white dudes especially are on the bat, like the, the they're getting the raw end of the deal, yeah. the woke warriors aren't being like, guys, we just said we wanted the best people to get the, the biggest roles. We don't want this. They're not saying that. They're like, oh, white man, is it tough for you? Oh, is it, I'm sorry. Now you're just a white dude. You're the white dude you complained about this whole time. Oh, shit. Shit is in your yeah, favor, yeah. and you feel no sympathy for the guy that's getting the raw yeah, end of the deal. That's interesting. That's I mean, what bothers Honestly, me. I haven't complained about it at all. I never will complain about it. No. My, my theory has always been create your own shit, and I get more, I'm get i more inspired by creating my own shit. For I'm sure. just, I, it's not as, acting to me is not as fun as right. doing this. Yeah. It's not as fun as stand-up. It's not as no. fun. So I'm just trying to create the project that I want to do. But um, I, I, will, I will say... This when I remember what the fuck it was, what was the point of this conversation? I don't remember how we got here. Was it Drake we were talking about? Oh no, I will say this: I read this article in New York Times by this person named uh, Wesley Morris. Fucking hilarious, not hilarious, just a really interesting point. And he was talking about how like content and culture now, it doesn't have to be good; it has to be right. Oh yeah, and he was a black dude that like criticized Insecure. He was like, I don't really watch it. I don't really, I don't really, I don't believe her in it. And he was at like a dinner party and a black friend of his was like, no, that's wrong. This show is important. We need this show. And he's like, no, no, that's not what I said. I didn't say it wasn't important and it wasn't good and didn't open doors. I find him incredibly pretentious in a lot of his, like, I I thought he would be that guy. No, 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 no. You know who he is? Yeah, he's right for Grantland. Oh, okay. So like, he just didn't find it. And he was like, right now we're, we're, it's more important to be right yeah. about something. It's more important that this piece of work represents 
Asians or whatever instead of is it a really good movie or is it a bad Which movie is what I kept saying to people about Crazy Rich Asians it's a bad movie it's right. not a good it's important cool I'll go see it I'll go right. get my money it's not a so good that's movie. his but that's his point right yeah. is now content doesn't need to be good yeah. or it seems that we value content on whether it's right or wrong yeah. not whether it's good or bad and he was like that's a kind of bad precedent to set and then he says some fire shit he, he says, says some fire shit this motherfucker is nice bro <laughs> read the article if you can it's called The Morality Wars and he goes, he goes, when we were young, the people that were outraged were like the Christians and the evangelicals and like old people. And they were like, Uncle Luke, how can you be saying these things in your rap songs? And right. that was Supreme Court case. And they were like, Eminem, how can you say these words? Right, right. Yeah. Sure, sure. And like, how, how, how dare you say these things, right? And we fought hard right. to get the right to say whatever the fuck we want, right? right? We had Supreme Court cases. We yeah. pushed back against these people for freedom of speech, all this kind of shit. We fought to finally get it. Right. And then right when we get it, these young fucking millennials who've <laughs> never had a job in their <laughs> fucking life yeah. are telling us yeah. that we can't be free to say whatever the fuck we want. That's why we fucking, that's why we hate them. That's why we resent them. We're like, who the fuck are you to tell that's us we point. just fought the fight? That's a good point. We just got the right to say what we want. Yeah, that's a good point. You know what I mean? I thought, well, my point was we've become those guys, those soccer moms burning the m and I never thought about his it point is millennials fucking it up. Mille it, his point is it just transitioned to the youth telling old people they can't say what it was it used to be old people telling young people yeah. they can't Who say who the fuck are they used to police, to police me you've never done anything in your life you haven't even paid bills what yeah. the fuck are you talking about you know nothing exactly pay you, taxes you have purple hair go yeah. fuck yourself nobody with purple hair can tell me anything you can't tell, you can't tell me anything you have the 65 genders read a science book <laughs> fucking come on 65 Maybe. is that what it is yeah 65 there's 65 genders yeah. Yeah, really? everybody gets uncomfortable. I do a joke about it, and I go, "Guys, if you can name eight genders, I will never do this joke again." And no one can ever name three. Really? Yeah. Male, female, non-gender, right? No yeah, gender. Yeah, yeah, I guess I don't know. I'll, I'll believe you. What else? I don't know. If we look up the Facebook list, there's like stargazer or whatever the fuck. Sixty-three, I think. Anyway. Yeah. We got sports to talk. Right. I thought, anyway, fights. good, good fucking, uh, good article. Yeah, but anyway, go. Speaking of fights, we yeah. could go Cavs Celtics. Oh, we could hells go yeah! Let's go Cavs Celtics, man. Let's do Cavs Celtics. Now let's do mid roll. I love, I love Marcus Smart. <laughs> I love Marcus <laughs> Smart. Man is ready. I love him, but stop it. I didn't get it. Stop, Marcus Kelly Olynyk. You don't so want shit. We saw this. You don't think you want smoke at all? You don't want no fucking smoke. You flop. Anybody who flops is not going to be an point. aggressive fighter, right? Point. You're going to be, it's just like in hockey, which I don't watch, but there is a player position almost that's the pest and it's your job to kind of like annoy and disrupt yeah. shit. Hopefully somebody gets a penalty on you. Now they're in the box. Yeah, is that Sasha Vujicic was that? Marcus Smart is yeah. a pest, yeah. right? Vladi was a pest in a lot yeah. of ways, right? It's yeah. just, he's a pet and I love him. I fucking love, I want him on every team I want, but stop acting like you're going to fight. The dude went right at JR. JR was stepped up, and then the dude waited for his teammates to grab him. And the uh, second they grabbed okay. him, now he's swinging. And that's why JR's laughing at him. JR don't give a fuck. JR tattoos Supreme on his calf. <laughs> like, he don't care about the way his body looks. No. You don't want to fight the guy that doesn't care about the way his body. JR's Tony Ferguson. Do you know what I mean? Yo, he don't no. look like Tony. He's much yeah. better looking, right. but he wouldn't care if he did. He ready. This dude does not care what he looks like. You don't fight people like that. You and I value our looks. Right. Do you know 
you know what I mean? If I'm fighting someone, you got to be my level of handsome or less. Right. I'm not fighting no ugly motherfucker, <laughs> son. I'm not, I'll tell an ugly motherfucker to his face, uh, no. What? No, no, oh, why? Man. You got nothing to lose. I got it all. It's like my, paralyzed motherfuckers that go skydiving and shit. Or like, you know, or go on like, um, I, don't know, I think Mike DiStefano had a joke about... Um, he saw like a guy in a in a wheelchair going a a, a roller coaster, and the guy was like, well, "Aren't you scared?" He's like, "Scared? What was he got to lose? <laughs> was it what, what's gonna happen? He's gonna lose his legs? Like, they lost? You know what I mean?" Yeah. <laughs> so like, I'm not. You don't want that, Marcus. You know you don't want that. Stop trying to play the tough also, guy bullshit. Kelly Olenek started. He had Jr. wrapped up. Was like pulling on him. Jr. shoved Kelly Olenek, and then Marcus went nuts. Wait, that was Kelly Olenek, wasn't it? No, not Kelly Olenek. Kelly, Kelly Kelly's on the Heat. Who was that? Somebody. That was Bynes. And that yeah, Viking okay, motherfucker. Okay, okay. Yeah. Right. So the Viking ID, motherfucker so was there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You just, there's so few white guys in the NBA. <laughs> you think they're all Kelly Olenek. Yeah. Dude, who's got a, who's got worse facial hair than, than Kelly Olenek? Have you seen that beard that he had? <sighs> Steph? Steph's is pretty no, ugly. Steph's is pretty compared. Kelly Olenek's facial hair, it looks like Ari Piven's real hair. <laughs> Do you know from Entourage? Oh, oh, Jeremy Piven. <laughs> Jeremy Piven, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ari, whatever. Yeah. I just call him Ari. Right. But dude, it's a bird's nest. It's like you can see <laughs> right through. You know that joke that they would do with the the. Oh, oh that's that's, that's, that's right. atrocious. Yeah, dude, it is fucking horrible. Look at that's that atrocious. shit. That's that you could unreal. see right through it. You know yeah. how like that. You know, like black dudes would put a pick in their head, yeah. or they could put a pen in their head, or that right. kind of shit like that. Nothing would stay in this guy's fucking beard. That shit would just fall right down. He basically has straight beard hair. It looks like desert brush. It looks like the bitch from the ring. <laughs> this bitch's hair is so bad. You know what it looks like? You know when like old homeless women start to grow facial hair for oh, some reason? Fuck, that's perfect. He has old homeless woman that's facial hair. Perfect. That's what you have. You are collecting cans by Canal oh, Street. Fuck. He has old Asian woman facial hair. Dude. How funny is it that homeless women grow facial hair? It just shows you how easy women's lives are. That like the second they actually have to like live rough, <laughs> they start growing facial hair like the rest of us. Like that's how you know my life has been good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Body's like, bro. Bro. That's where their body starts producing testosterone. Like you might need this shit. You might have to trick some motherfuckers. Oh, you know, now it's wartime? Dude, let's go. Okay. I, I should not be criticizing this guy because I have horrible facial nah, hair too. A thousand times better. You think my facial hair is better than him? A thousand times better. Can really? Kelly Olenek? Come on. Do we look similar? No. Well, every white guy looks pretty similar to me, but you know. Well, thanks, Akash. Of course. Hey, can you hit mid roll? Because I got to pee. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you go pee? And then we'll get back to making fun of guys' faces. Here you go, Eddie. He's not hot enough. Damn right he's not fucking hot enough. Okay, let me tell you guys something. This this next this is this this podcast. Well, not this podcast, but yes, this podcast. We have an amazing connection with this company. We've already spoken about them once on a podcast today. You know, that was for free. But now they're paying for it. It's the Blue Chew. Okay? It's Blue Chew. You know what we're doing with Blue Chew. You know that everybody's on it. I can't go to a fucking city without people yelling it out during my show talking to me about it afterwards. I got dudes bringing a package to the show afterwards and showing it to me. From anybody that watched from a distance, it would look like they were propositioning me to have some sex. That's what it would look like. And some great sex, mind you, because the chew is going to be used. So clearly there's a move here. Clearly there's a wave here. I have a picture. I have video evidence. Maybe we should put this in a video to pod. I have video evidence of somebody that decided to use it to pleasure their wife on their fucking 
wedding night. That's right. Wedding night. Wedding night. You just married this girl. The love of your life. You popped that chew. He literally said, if she dies, she dies. I hope she's rich. I hope you get that money. I hope that that's what happened to you. I got people sending me clips. I got their girlfriends talking to me. Now it's the girlfriends that say it. it used to be the dudes like, yo, the truth is the truth, the truth is the truth, but they don't say anything about it. Now the girlfriends, they reach out. They reach out independently. Thank you so much for getting this. This shit is wild. Oh my God, it's crazy. Da 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 Choose the truth. You know you can get it for free. You already know these things. You haven't tried it all. You're worried or you're a girl. Oh my God, I don't need that. My man doesn't need that. I'm hot. It doesn't matter if you're hot or not. We never need it. We could jerk off anywhere the fuck we want. But we're choosing to pleasure you all night long with that shoe. Okay? It's romantic, really. It is fucking romantic. It's a romantic thing to do. It's romantic and savage. It's really both what it is. All I'm saying is right now, there's a special deal for the listeners. You visit bluechew.com. You get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code flagrant. Use that promo code flagrant. Let them know where the fuck you found it. Okay? We're not playing games over here. We're not playing around over here. Okay? It's just $5 shipping. That's all it is. That's bluechew. B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. Promo code is flagrant. You get to try it for free. Bluechew. It's the cheaper... The faster choice is the truth, man. We're not playing no fucking games. We totally changed it. It's the truth. I got girls requesting it now. How nuts is that? Requesting it. Hey, do the chew. Try the chew. Wow. They want to try the chew. They want to feel the chew. It's not a game, yo. And everybody listening who's tried it, they know. They know what fucking I time it is. I have literally not gotten a bad review yet. Son, it's... The motherfucking truth. Oh, gosh. It is the motherfucking truth. Anyway, um, let's get back to this fucking show because shit is cooking right now. All right. There, are, there is one more potential uh, basketball story. Two yeah. more, actually. Okay, go. Let's, let's start with this one. Yeah. Uh, you hear what Chris Paul said? Yes, I did. He said, the disrespect directed at Mello is unbelievable and went on to say he mm-hmm. was one of the best players to ever play the game. With all due respect, Chris Paul, because Chris Paul is honestly one of the best players to ever play the game, one of the best point guards, for sure. Shut the fuck up. Let me tell you something. <laughs> you need to shut the fuck up forever. Yeah. Chris Paul, you're out your goddamn fucking mind. You feel a little soft because your hairline's falling apart and you don't have that LeBron shit to keep that shit intact, okay? What you need to do is get whatever blue chew is for your fucking hair because you're going crazy. All also, right? your hamstrings, your ankles, your knees. My man need a blue chew body. Bro. This dude built like a lady, bro. That's why he'd be getting, because he'd be lying on players' skill level and God weaken his spirit. God's like, you, I can't just have this man lying about this. Weaken this man's spirit. You can't lie like that bro, out in public. I understand you're trying to support your teammate, but let's be honest. Nobody's disrespecting Melo. We're talking about exactly what it is. He has not, he'd made every single team he's been on worse besides Syracuse. And who knows what they would have accomplished without him. Okay, literally every single team. Has been worse. You know how you know you ain't shit? Why? Because he does. there's not mellow fans anymore. There's mellow apologists. That's right. And when you get over into the apologist category, mm. you struggle in hard. That's and right. we've been mellow apologists for long enough, and he old enough that it's over. It's over. That's all there's going to be. Mellow mm-hmm. is the Nicki Minaj of the NBA. 
Oh, this is good. I like where this it's is over. Going. It's it done. It's over. It's over. It's done for you. Everybody knows and, it's and, done. And we don't understand how this became a thing in the first place. Yeah, exactly. We're like, why? What, what, what? Yes, you know what it was. We were NBA fans, grandfathered into a type of basketball that that just became antiquated in our eyes. You know what I mean? It's like I feel that way. I'm one of those guys right now. You know how all basketball sneakers are low tops now? Yeah. I still wear the high tops. Mellow is a high top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mellow is a big ass fucking high top that comes up to your calf like some Reebok pump shit. Some back in the day, you, you know. You maintain Mellow, and I guess I see, I see your point. Mellow for the old system offensively was amazing. Whatever. I yeah. always thought he was a ball stopper. Wasn't good enough at defense. Wasn't enough of a leader. This is all white stuff. I'm saying. Yeah. But I felt that about Mellow. He's yeah. not taking your team anywhere. No, he's not. Because they he, had one really good Nuggets team that. Had a few tough losses to the Lakers, and maybe they could have done something. But even then, I thought Billups was the leader of that squad. Of course he was. Billups a true leader, true alpha. Billups an alpha. And I think once Billups got out of there, shit fell apart. Yeah. It was just Melo and JR hoisting threes. Listen, Melo is a corner three-point shooter. That's what he is doing for the league minimum. He is a league minimum corner three-point shooter. Think about that. If we're criticizing that... Yes. What, what, and also, I'd, I'd like to, 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 to say, we are criticizing... His ego, not as much his play. Yeah, it's a great point. If Melo said, hey, listen, the game has changed, and the way I can help a team right now is just be a great shooter, spot-up shooter. Coming off the bench. Coming off the bench and doing my best to play play defense. I know that's not the best part of my game, but I'm trying my hardest to play defense. You know, if he said that, you know what the, what the whole fucking country and basketball fans would say? What? We need him on our team. Yeah. That motherfucker's a team player, recognizes himself, recognizes what he has to do right. in order to be uh, an effective player in the league. We would be the biggest Mellow fans on the fucking Olympic planet. Olympic Mellow, who we loved. That's it, right? Olympic Mellow played his all role. All we want is a little self-awareness. But when we have people who are not self-aware and then are not good, that's the perfect recipe for shit talk. Right? That's the perfect recipe to trash you. That's a perfect... That's what memes are made out of. When you are cocky and don't live up to it. Conor McGregor is on every single meme with a fucking Jordan sad face (laughs) or the L's covering his face or all this other shit because he was cocky and couldn't back it up. Melo is cocky. I'm not coming off the bench. I'm not coming off the bench. You're right. You shouldn't come off the bench. You should stay on it. You should stay on it the whole fucking game. I don't think you should be allowed on a bench, period. Wear jeans. You shouldn't be able to wear the fucking jersey. You shouldn't be able to wear the shirts. You come dressed for that fucking game. You wear jeans and you sit in the stands. You sit one row Holding up. Holding a beer. One row up. One no row cleats. up. You, oh, I don't you, want oh, you don't even want him close. Cinch, motherfucker. Sit him next to the away bench. That's right. Have That's that- right. Get that losing stench on them. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. You bitch. follow Lala. Yo. Okay? You talk. go wherever Lala want to be. That's Lala where you got to be. You support her. Lala got power. What you got? Forward. <laughs> she she putting the power in that position. It's a fact. Fuck out of here. All I'm saying is if you adjusted your ego, Mello, if you put yourself, if you humbled yourself a little bit, we would all be behind you. And Mello, you would be an asset in this fucking league. But we know that that ego right there Mello is the bubbling. the Schumer of the NBA. Facts. Right? He about yeah. to start protesting pudgy. Kavanaugh yeah. just so he could get on the team. Pudgy and annoying and always want attention. And nobody really understood how the fuck you got so good and famous in the first place. This is how you know her movies are bombing. She had the protests. <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, nothing activist at all about this bitch's comedy.
comedy. Ain't nothing activist at all about what this chick does. All of a sudden, three movies in a row bomb. She's like, oh, let me get woke. Oh, for sure. She got some She got some espresso in this situation. I'm putting my fist up. I'm getting arrested with Emily Ratatouille, whatever her fucking name is. I don't know what this bitch's name is. But this girl, bro, whenever she got a whole long Instagram post and the words are spelled right, I'm like, wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I be reading it like I know she's gonna misspell something, so I can call her oh, dumb. Fuck. Um, nah, you gotta be good at spelling your last name, Ratajowski or whatever. That sound like she fucked it up. I bet her real last name is just like Rattler. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? She put too many fucking letters in that shit. Uh, fuck out of here, bro. I'm tired of it. I bet the whole reason Amy convinced I bet Amy convinced Emily to go protest, and she's you know like, what's, you know what's crazy? If you know what's we both crazy? get locked up, they go after her pretty ass. Leave me alone. <laughs> She's the buffer. <laughs> That's it. I'm gonna just be out here eating this anorexic bitch lunch every day. I'm gonna get two square meals at a time out this bitch. <laughs> you not hungry, are you? You not hungry, are you, Ratatouille? You not hungry, are you? Let me get your pudding. <laughs> they don't know which jail to put her in. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, it is fucked up, though. It is some fucked up shit, but that's literally where it is. <laughs> I don't care. Hey, Ratatouille, whatever where her name is. What is her real fucking name? How do you pronounce her real Ratajowski? name? Ratajowski? Ratajowski? Man, I don't know. Listen, only thing cool about you is your cousin that kicks field goals for Oakland. Or <laughs> <laughs> whatever fucking team he's on. Oh, man. <laughs> Look, I don't care. All I'm saying is I find it very weird that Kanye... Can't have any political beliefs at all. Kanye oh, yeah. got political beliefs, and all it's like, you know what you should do? Just stick to making music the way we like yeah, you yeah, making yeah. music. These bozos that never said anything smart about politics in their life get up, they put their hand up in support or anti-Kavanaugh, and immediately they're like, oh, they must be geniuses. They must be political fucking savants. They can't spell constitution. You <laughs> Spell constitution, bitch. Spell supreme court and justice. Spell all three of those. Name one case. Name one oh, fucking fuck. case. Yo, I bet you she thinks Roe v. Wade is one name. <laughs> I guarantee you she thinks it's one name. Name the decision of Roe v. Wade. She thinks a designer. That's it is. Oh, I've been wearing Roe v. Wade since his collection down in 2013. It was it was it was minimalist. It was almost oh nothing there. God. Yeah, like the abortions that they allowed, oh very God. minimal. Okay, all I'm saying is there's a bunch of fucking bullshit people yapping, and just because you agree with them, you think there's some woke smart motherfucker. Oh, yeah. These motherfuckers don't know the first thing about pop- Amy Schumer's uncle is Chuck Schumer, Chuck Schumer, and she still don't know shit about fucking politics. I guarantee you. Nope. First of all, she's also from Long Island. Okay. Let me tell you something about Long Island. It ain't the most liberal place on the fucking planet. Agreed with that. I just love how a year ago she has like racist fucking jokes and everybody's like, how dare you do this? You're fucked up. This, that, the other, which I'd never criticize a comedian's jokes ever. I would never do that. But now all of a sudden it's one picture and you get fake arrested and it's, oh, you're detained. Our boy real arrested. Yeah, bitch. Out here making a mockery of arrest, bitch. Our boy arrested in Sweden, bitch. Roughest prisons in the fucking world. Sweden. 5 by 12 cell. Bitch. With a fucking... My man don't even got liquid soap, bitch. No! Out here with a fucking bar. <sighs> Getting fucked as we speak, this dude. Having a lie on it. He having a lie on his butthole. Yeah. Blonde, blue-eyed. 
<laughs> you know, got two out of three. <laughs> Yo, Alex gonna come back knowing all the genders. <laughs> it's like, nah, nah, it wasn't a dude, bro. It was, it was trans, bro. <laughs> if you get fucked in prison and you say it was trans, that doesn't oh count. Oh my god, you're right. You know, it basically is. All right. All I'm trying to say is, look, motherfuckers are phony, and that's why we got this podcast. And matter of fact, maybe now is a good fucking oh, let's time. Let's do it. This is a segue. Now it's a good fucking time. We got to discuss something that we've been having in the works for a while. And finally, it is time to let the assholes unite. The asshole army is coming together. Okay? Let's do it. We are not playing around. Obviously, we know the things that we say on this podcast are going to get all of our sponsors taken away. Maybe they'll get our network canceled or at least make us cancel from because we're being honest. Okay, because we're having fun and we're having jokes at the end of the day. We are making jokes. Remember those things that people used to make that made you laugh? Not those things that made you fucking proud or clap or whatever reaction jokes are supposed to give you right now. That give you their emotional... The not funny age of comedy. Yeah. Oh, did you say that and I agree? We just want you to feel good, man. This ain't golf, bitch. (laughs) Fuck you clapping for like that. Okay? Stupid ass. We out here. Yeah. We're not pandering. We're not doing Never. any of this nonsense, Never. okay? We're keeping real funny alive, and that's why the fuck y'all fuck with us, yep. okay? So we're going to make this fuck with us to the next level. We created a Patreon. Yeah, you guys have been asking for it. And Akash went in there, and he built that shit up. He built it up fucking beautiful, okay? We got him. That's what it is. We created a Patreon. If you guys don't know what a Patreon is, it's a way to subscribe directly for us to us, okay? When you subscribe directly to us, you basically subscribe to this army. You subscribe to support what we are doing. And it's a monthly tier system that you can support. We got three tiers. Infantry, lieutenant, and captain. You basically pledge a monthly donation to us. And we're going to give you an extra episode a week. The infantry, $5. You get an extra episode a week. Some people will do... An episode every other week, and you have to subscribe to the Patreon to listen to the, the second We're episode. not doing that. Some people give you half an episode, and then say, pay me for the rest. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. This is what we're doing. We're going to give you an extra episode every week. Now, some people are like, oh, $5. Am I going to pay $5? Let me tell you what that works out to a year. $1.15 an episode. We're giving you an hour, hour and a half to two hour content. Okay. Every single week, you get the extra episode. Flagrant Fridays, we're going to drop it on Fridays. Guess who's going to be on that episode every week? <gasps> oh, shit. Your boy, Cass. Real life. Finally. Real life, Cass. Finally, real life, Cass. Real life, Cass. Not calling, Cass. N- not calling, Cass. Not calling, Cass. Not deadbeat, Cass. <laughs> deadbeat, Cass. This is real life, Cass. We're getting real life, Cass. Cass back on it because it works out for the WWE schedule. Now, it's $1.15. Every single week. That's what you tip a fucking barista for an espresso. And I know damn sure that an espresso ain't giving you these fucking laughs. It ain't giving you these fucking chuckles. It ain't giving you these fucking hot takes. Okay? I know damn sure it ain't going to do that. And I know damn sure a barista did not make your day like we make your motherfucking day. So we out here assembling. Now that's the infantry level. There's a $10 lieutenant level. Lieutenant level, you know what you're getting? You're getting exactly what you get in the five, but you're also getting merch for costs. That's right. You're getting all the merch for costs. You get two hoodies a year, you just made your money back, actually, and some. Yeah, and some. Think about that. Yeah. And I should note, we were going to leak this next week, but fuck it. Let's leak it right now. I don't give a fuck. We got a whole new merch thing coming on. We got a whole new merch line yeah, coming do. on. 
We got the asshole shirts. We got the keep it tight hoodies. We got all this shit. So we got a lot of new goodness coming to y'all. So y'all can rep your fucking squad. Rep your fucking gang. Rep your fucking home team. Keep it tight. Whenever you see motherfuckers, you see some more assholes on the street. You see some like assholes on the street. Yo, chuck that up. Let them know. Let them know who you with. This is Fight Club out here. We're not playing around. Okay? I'm telling you, I'm in this business. I have the meetings with these people. I'm telling you why we're doing this. I meet with these execs. I talk to these people. This is what they tell me. We don't want to offend people. We don't want to offend Twitter. We're just looking for something that's a little safe. We're looking for something that is not going to get people riled up. The last thing that we want to do is say, even if it's jokes, that could bother people. You know who these networks are beholden to? Sponsors. Paper towels, motherfucker. You know who we are beholden to? Yo. You. The army, the fans. That's it. That's all we've done this for is to have fun with ourselves and then make sure we keep it flagrant for y'all. And that's why we're doing this. So the other thing we also have to, we should mention. I want to get through all the okay, tears. Okay, get through all the tears and then there's one more thing we need to say. And there's plenty of things. We, we, we're not, we're not we're I gonna mean, rush through this. There's one more thing about them. You're going to get you're going to get you're going to get the merch at cost and you're going to get all the episode on and you're going to get the extra episode a week, right? I should also note it. I think this is what Akash wants to point out that you're going to get all our old episodes. Yes. The old episodes that are so fucking flagrant that if we leave them out there, motherfuckers are going to come at our neck. Okay. When I sign this deal for this show or this deal for this movie, mm-hmm. they're going to be looking at that Franks and Beans episode where we make fun of retards for 20 minutes and they're like, holy <laughs> shit. Is this what we're signing the fuck on? So we're going to have to, at some point in time, put those episodes somewhere back. Okay. And if you sign up for both of those tiers, you get it. Now there's also the captain tier. You're an asshole captain. It's $25 a month. What do you get for that? You become a producer of the show. You're putting the captain's email. The captain's email list. We all get to throw back ideas for topics, ideas for hot takes, ideas to talk about on the show, conversation topics. You get to pitch everything that you would want to hear that week as part of the show. And you get your name shouted out at the end of the show's video on YouTube your name's gonna put that and you are a producer of this fucking show because you are listed as a producer because you are helping us produce content and now we're doing it twice a week so we need y'all we need y'all we want you to come up with the good stories we want you to send the good fucking links we want you to touch on these topics you think we might not have seen we want y'all to fucking come through and create this with us you wanna hear our hot takes on something then holler the fuck at us and let's make this shit happen let's make this shit great Okay, I'm not playing around. I'm telling you, these networks are frightened of real funny. And that's why the shit that you watch makes you go, eh. They are frightened because they're beholden to paper towel companies. They're beholden to pulling spring. You know, bold is always, this TV show is so bold. It's never comedy. Because nobody wants to say bold comedy because they police comedy. That's right. They, they don't police Game it. of Thrones. They rape a girl every single episode on Game of Thrones. For whatever reason, that's cool. But comedy. Yeah, we, we say bitch once. Oh my God, how dare they? This is so offensive. This is so fucked up. This is horrible. All I'm saying is, this is the future of content. Now, say what you want, but I think I have a pretty good track record of predicting the future, especially when it comes to this business. You know what I've done with stand-up? You're going to see all these comics start to do. And I've already seen it start to happen. I've already started implementing And you should. And you should. Honestly, you should. When I pave a way for something, I don't do it selfishly. I want my brethren to be a part of it and I want them to work on it and I want them to push me. Right. I learned that from my parents. Yeah. My, my parents would see another dance studio pop up and I go, is that bad? They'd go, no, it's good. 
because they're going to bring an idea that we get to use. Mm. So this is beautiful. What I'm saying is the future of content is direct to consumer. You used to pay a cable company $100 a month for 300 channels. You don't want 300 channels. I don't need to watch the fucking we network, <laughs> right? About some bitch who wants to kill her husband that's abusing her. I don't need to watch that fucking Lifetime movie 75 times. I don't give a fuck. What I want to do is a la carte pay for the exact shit that I want. If I want to watch Conor McGregor fight, I'll pay for that one thing. Yep. I don't have to buy all the UFC shit. I don't give a fuck about right. that. I will do, if I want to watch NBA, I will buy that NBA league pass. Right. This is the future of content. It's direct so you get the exact fucking thing you want. And this is what we're doing. And when I say that I believe that the army could not only break records for this, but set the precedent, I truly believe it. I truly fucking believe it, okay? We got some tears that uh, that Akash will explain in a second, but I truly believe it. Right now, we just tweeted it out. We didn't even say anything on the podcast. We just tweeted it out. Put it on Instagram. We already got 200 people signed up. That's how fucking loyal y'all motherfuckers are, and I'm grateful of that. That shit, honestly, touched me. I was telling Akash I wasn't sure. Telling Akash I wasn't sure. I, I wouldn't know what the support would be, and Akash was like, let me tell you something. These motherfuckers got you. And I'm like, listen, I know I go out and I do these shows, and they're there, and they're so supportive, and they rep the fucking gang, but I didn't know what it would be. And to see 200 people already sign up off the tweet, not even knowing what the fuck it was, not even hearing this explanation, amazing. But you know what I want? I want 15,000 people signing up. Actually, matter of fact, I want to beat Chapo's Trap House. I think that's the one who has the most, and they're at 23,000. Yeah. I want 24,000. So fuck it. Let's go get it. Let's go fucking get it. Real talk, this is how you make noise. This is how everything changes. If you want your TV show to not be so fucking safe, you can walk, not just us walking into a meeting and saying, listen, look how loyal our people are. Look how much they mobilize. Look how much they sell out Blue Chew. Because that's all I care about is sponsors. But if you show, look, people don't give a fuck about this sensitive stuff. There's a massive market for this. Then everything has to shift. And don't think that it hasn't worked in the past. Don't think it hasn't worked in the past. I already spoke to the guy. We killed it on Blue Chew so hard that the guy who who runs Blue Chew hit me up direct. Yep. That never happens. You'll have conversations. That never happens, yep. by the way. And we're talking about doing some stuff to support Alex. So shout to Blue Chew. They really looked out you know, for us as well because they see how much we looked out for them. They see our influence and you cannot deny influence. I promise you that. They see what we got going on here. They see it bubbling. And that's the sexiest thing. Mm-hmm. I just like creating the content and delivering it right to the fucking people. Creating the content that I want to create. That's the best thing. I don't want to have a million different chiefs in the conversation saying, oh, you can't say that. Or you can't say this. Don't tell me what I can't say. I will deliver it to the people. And if the people don't like it, then I can't say it. Right. But I don't need you to tell me what the fuck I yep. can't say because you're trying to sell Pampers. Yep. Okay? I'm not trying to sell Pampers. No. I'm trying to create content for the fucking people. This system, we can break. We can literally break the current system as we know it. I've seen it happen with my YouTube clips and then people coming out to live shows because of them and supporting. Now we're asking you guys to support in this way. And grow it with us. And to Andrew's point, he just said, when you said he's seen it happen, I remember we did your show at Gotham and you talked to me. You were actually annoyed, but there was a like an agent or manager or something who was supposed to work with you and then kind of like brushed you off a year or so ago. Then she saw the line outside of Gotham on a Friday night. This bitch ain't working. And I remember she texted you. I remember, because I know this girl. Mm. She texted you. She's like, hey, just saw the line outside your show at Gotham. This is crazy. We should meet up sometime. 
That's off of YouTube. That's off of fans. That's off of y'all supporting. Everything changed. All of a sudden, the same bitch that was like, no, nobody's going to like that is like, oh, we should give him something. We should get Andrew Schultz out there, get his content out there. And it's not just for Andrew, but the more people with Andrew's sensibilities, with my sensibilities, whoever you're a fan of sensibilities, more people that come in like that, then the copycats start coming. I'm crazy rich <clears throat> Asians. There you go, man. <laughs> I'm opening the door. No, but but in, in, in all seriousness, you're absolutely right. Yep. You're absolutely right. We it's crazy, a, obnoxious motherfuckers. We crazy, obnoxious motherfuckers. We flagrant. Crazy We flagrant rich Asians. <laughs> <laughs> well, we ain't rich. Akash homeless. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? But we working on it. <laughs> we flagrant middle class Asians. <laughs> I'm bringing the average down. Andrew ain't middle class. I'm bringing us down. Man. All I'm saying is, how the fuck Eden got more money than me? Eden? Well, he's not paying taxes because he's a motherfucking illegal. All I'm saying is, bro, what we've done here is is really fucking amazing. And I already feel it. I feel the strength of it. And I want to I want to take these dudes out. I want to have the most successful ones. Go to, go to patreon.com. Slash flagrant. And I want to point flagrant this out. Two. Flagrant two. Patreon.com slash flagrant two. Sign up. We appreciate it immensely. Immensely. Let's grow this. Let's do something fucking special with this. Let's raise this money and let's blow this fucking thing out of the stratosphere. You know what I mean? That that's this is what I'm looking at. Like I'm also looking at like stocks almost. It's like let's blow this fucking thing out like let's let's make we talk about the three on three tournament what we want to do yeah we need some bandwidth to kind of do yep. these things you know a lot of you guys don't know this but you know what i mean i've been supporting this shit with my own money for a while yep you know what i mean and i don't ask for nothing it really doesn't okay because i love doing it. i'm doing it because i love it. but if y'all want to fuck with us and you want to blow this thing out the stratosphere i think we can do it i think we can set a tone that really would make everybody copy us in the way that it's already happened in the way that so many things in my career and our careers have already done that. I think we can break it. I think we can break the industry. And the first person over the hill gets all the bullets. Don't get me fucking wrong. There's going to be some pushback. Of course. But we're ready for the pushback. Damn. That's why we got a fucking army. Of course. Okay. You think you got bullets? Come on, bro. Let's go. We got come. <laughs> what if you showed up to we war got with blue that? Chew. We got blue chew. We got hard you dicks. You got bullets. We got hard dick. What if everybody comes, they're running at each other. You know what I mean? They got the machetes or whatever, like the Braveheart scene. And we just rolled up with hard dicks. Like, what's up, y'all? <laughs> Send them running, bro. Y'all about to get fucked. <laughs> All I'm saying is, I think we got this. I think we can do something really special. So if y'all want to fuck with us, patreon.com slash flagrant. Let's two. Patreon.com slash flagrant two. Let's set some fucking records. And again, we're going to continue doing the Tuesday episode. That doesn't change. Correct. We're adding another episode. The other episode will be behind the flagrant two uh, uh, Patreon wall. You know you got $5. I got $5 and I'm homeless. Everybody got it. You got 10. You got 20. You got whatever you got. Okay. But you de- it's it's a dollar fifteen and that's what it works out to. It's a yep. pull and spring. Yep. It's literally what it works out yep. to. For an hour and a half, two hours of raw fucking flagrancy. Yep. Let's break some fucking records. Let them know how tight we keep it. Okay. Akash, there was something that there was goals. We have goals for the podcast. Yeah, we have some goals. Some of these are jokey, but we're gonna make them as real as we can. And some of them are real as fuck. Okay. We get five hundred patrons. Five this wasn't they they say you can set dollar amount goals. No, nah, we I want said fuck that. I want people. people. I want people. Army. 
Army right. takes soldiers. Let's, Let's go. go. 500 patrons. Akash buys a new shirt. I said that as a joke. But to be honest, I'll let the producers pick a, shoot, a shirt out and I have to wear it. Whatever I'm going to I'm gonna pick it out. Too. Whatever the fucking shirt is, I got to wear it. I know a shirt that you're going to fucking wear. It's got a big old dick on it. Mm-hmm. No. Thousand. Something that would hurt you even more than that. Well, something that would hurt me, period. Would hurt me more than that. <laughs> Thousand patrons. Mm-hmm. Alex fucks a black girl. He has mm-hmm. to tell us about it. Whoa. Guys. That's, that's if that painful, isn't worth it. That's painful for this man. You know how hard that is in male prison in Sweden? <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. 1,500 patrons. Cass fucks a white girl. Whoa! And guys, tells us about it. Guys! I'm saying. You know how hard that is working for the WWE? <laughs> but think about the white girl he fucking... At the in fucking Omaha, Brooke Hogan. <laughs> Let's go, brother. Break that man's dick off. All right, twenty five hundred patrons. Akash, Andrew, and Kaz will get to call one of the girls Alex fucked and talk to her on the podcast. Oh, absolutely, that's happening. Done. Five thousand patrons, and we're gonna, we're gonna film this, and it's gonna be on not just Patreon, YouTube. I don't think. I think regular YouTube. Five thousand patrons for an entire episode. Kaz mm-hmm. will wear a "Make America Great Again" hat, <laughs> and you and I will wear "This Is What a Feminist" T-shirts for an entire episode. This is Absolutely. what a feminist looks like Absolutely. for an entire episode, and that episode will be filmed and put on YouTube. I don't know if it's regular YouTube or just Patreon YouTube. We'll patrons, figure it out. Y'all can let us know. Thousand, ten thousand patrons. Andrew will find a woman's pickup game, dunk on a girl in that pickup game, and we will film the whole thing. Like we'll cut it up, we'll make it a thing. I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna do that. We I'm gonna do, do that. that. When we hit that ten thousand, it's gonna fucking go down. Watch out, Chene and McKay. Well, this is that brings me to fifteen thousand patrons. Okay, fifteen thousand patrons. We will pay whatever it takes to get Andrew to play a WNBA player one on one. We will pay this bitch to come down here and either dunk on Andrew. Yeah. Not going to happen. Lay up on Andrew? Not going to happen. Or get laid up on by Andrew. Oh, she's going to get filleted. And we're going to have <laughs> fillet called a game, by the way. Oh, for Filet's sure. Filet's going to come down sure. and call a game. Fillet got a high quote. We need 15000 for that. Okay, fine. Now, we just realized Chapo Trap the Trap House is like, they're like the Patreon guys. Yeah, yeah. We're coming at their neck. We want that. Mm-hmm. They got 23800 some patrons. Mm-hmm. So if we get 25000 24. 20, let's get 24000 We got to come up with a goal. And it might be flagrant fest. I don't know. But we got to come up with an ill-ass goal for 24,000 patrons. 24,000 patrons. <laughs> Next week, and I want everybody to kind of uh, suggest ideas, throw some things out there that y'all would really fucking like when the army hits 24,000. But Because I think we can get there. But 24,000, y'all throw it out. We're going to also brainstorm back here. And let's do something... We're going to have to do something wild, but private. Maybe for that, we might have to do it and like just invite folks, rent out a hall, and then that's it. No phones, no nothing. Oh, that'd be It might have to fuck. be, yeah. That'd it might have to be some fuck. shit that is like in person. If you can right. make it, you can make it, fam. Yo, like that. Right. Yeah, so let's we cook it up. wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get, we'll get a little bit wild. But, um... But yeah, man, thank y'all so much for fucking supporting what we do. And thank you guys so much for fucking listening and even suggesting that we do this in the first place. You that was know? so dope. I'd never even thought about, you know, I'd, I'd heard people doing it and I'd heard it could be successful, but I'd never even thought about it. And um, I'm I'm really glad that people kept almost bullying me. They're like, just fucking do it. We want to rock with you. We support you. Just let us fucking support you. And no joke, it's been touching, man. When I saw those people start start subscribing immediately man immediately we got a 25 dollars for a producer but like immediately like when you get 200 in a fucking 
two days or whatever the fuck it was. That shit was touching, man. So let's break some goddamn records. We are not in this for no fuck shit. All right? Nah, bro. Anyway, maybe we talk about one more thing before we got to get out because another podcast got to get in. Any NFL stories you want to talk Is about? That, are they ready to come in right now? They're already out there? Okay, we got to... We gotta, we gotta, uh, Does your shirt say we should all be feminists? Man, we got one Indian in the oh studio. My, God, my man, this is going to be the most divisive thing for me bro. he could possibly do. Fuck. He said we should all be feminists. That's your shirt. Making up for all them rapes in your country. <laughs> bro, that's what it is. <laughs> why don't you just start with why don't you start with not rape? How about that? Like y'all don't gotta be feminists just yet. That's a big high goal for you. That's like you asking for fifty thousand Patreons. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> y'all need to just worry on and not rape everybody in India and then oh, we get to man. the feminism shit. That's the shirt you wear when you're trying to fuck white girls. It is. He's oh, he just put, thumbs he up. just put the thumbs up. Oh, man. Damn, right. bro. Listen, it, hey, you got to do what you got to do. That is what all these dudes do with this woke shit. Oh, you're just doing it to fuck girls. You fucking loser. You slimy fuck. Yeah, why don't you lie to them like we do? Yeah. Like, say you're rich. <laughs> <laughs> you know, say you can regularly afford bottle service, not once a year when you go to Vegas with your boys. <laughs> oh, man. I've been telling my girl I identify as a sexist, and it's my favorite thing to work that into a sentence. Listen, ask someone who identifies as a sexist. I just don't know if I can really get down with Murphy Brown results. Yo, it is so funny. I hate millennials because they lie bad. Like, like <laughs> Like, at least we lied with dignity, right? At least we lied about things like Poor our lie. occupation, yeah. where we lived, how much... You know, I don't live with my parents. They live with me. You know how long my parents live with me? You know? For mad years, my parents live with me. But these motherfuckers are lying about... What is it? Like, uh... How they view your capabilities and shit, women? Like, we're like, yeah, you're just a strong... Like, you're just lying about the wrong shit. Man... Ladies, what do you want to be lied to about? Choose your lie. Wouldn't you want to fuck a guy who's a doctor? Yeah. Don't you feel more betrayed when you get me tooed by the guy wearing a We Should All Be Feminist shirt? Son, exactly right. Like, you could you could literally fuck a guy who's a brain surgeon, a lying brain. He's not, he's not, but he's lying about being a brain surgeon. Or fuck a guy who's lying about being gender neutral. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Which lie you really want, yo? Know? Do you know what I mean? You out here fucking... Pat, oh, that's the most gender neutral name yeah, I can get. Pat, when you could be fucking doctor, sing. I'm saying, right? Oh my God, ladies, please tell men to lie to you the right way. Have some respect for your vagina. Respect God. That's all we did back in the day. When we're on vacation, we lied to you so you could go back and feel like you won. Right? You you fucked this finance guy worth millions of dollars. No, I didn't. Let me tell you, I ferociously texted my boys for Venmo requests for that bottle we bought. Because <laughs> I needed all that $33 from all of them. I needed that $33 to make it that week. Well, I'm not a financial whiz. I'm a Venmo whiz. I'm a Venmo whiz. I'm a PayPal whiz. Yeah. Talk to Citibank. <laughs> Hi, Mandy. Yo, Yo, we out of here. Sorry. Yo. Yo, come here, come here, come here, come Yo, here. Come here. He's C. I'm I'm C. I'm C. Indians are. No, nah, Listen, we got is this mic on right here? Is no, this mic no, on no. right here? Nothing. So you're gonna have to talk with me. Uh, why I gotta talk with you? Because I want to know why you got Alex I locked wanna... up. <laughs> no, Yo, no, no, that's dude, fucked up. No, I, I did heard. Not get Alex you locked did. up. Listen, there. They said there was one witness. They said there was one mm -hmm. witness. 
and it was this light skinned girl. It was probably a, a white girl. Because we horrible decisions have been trying to get Alex to fuck with black girls, and he ain't want to fuck with us. So that's what happened when he, you know, fucking with white girls. Well, now he's fucking with white dudes. Look what you yeah. did. Okay? You like that? You like what you done to I'm him? Not, okay? I'm not with y'all. Just so I know, Andrew is the most CP color time ass motherfucker. I love Goddamn you. Elvis. I love you. Look at I love you. I love Guys, you. this has been another episode you. of Flagrant 2. And horrible decisions. <laughs> Yo, we out, we out, we out. We're, we're wild, disrespectful. This has been Flavor 2. Thank y'all so much, man. We really appreciate you.